0: And I've made right. some more adjustments. I made some more adjustments in NHL 19 with my sliders, made it mm-hmm. look okay. almost like it is on TV. It's a struggle. And I got yeah, it. I, I did the same thing. Like, I up the. Um, okay, let's just intro the show. I know we're. Yeah, I know. I was really yeah. sure we
1: could be heard. I didn't know.
0: We could throw that in as a talk. Yeah, we,
1: we could talk about that yeah. on the back end. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Um, this is First and Frary's episode 70. Uh, we're back again another Thursday. A lot of stuff. Uh, listen, this this episode is going to be packed with a bunch of stuff. It was So much stuff, you know, obviously, I couldn't put it in the title because uh, on the live stream, you only could put X amount of characters. But there's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, first and foremost, before I do anything regarding sports and sports gaming, because this is what we do. Before we get into the intros and everything, there's two things I want to cover. One... I've been watching the Netflix series When They See Us. I know that has nothing to do with what we do, but that I feel that that is required viewing for not not a, not necessarily adults, because I mean, unless you don't know the story behind the Central Park Five, but definitely for teenagers, troubled teens who are between the ages of 10, 17, all ages, all races, I really, I highly recommend watch that four-part mini series. It's absolutely, um, it's required viewing, in my opinion, because there's so many things that you can learn from that. You know, I know a lot of people have been putting up on Twitter about the racial aspect of it and the Donald Trump situation, how he was involved or whatever. Fuck all that. I mean, because we're already living in a time right now where we have to deal with that stuff. I'm talking about the core aspect of what happened to those five young black boys in that case. Teenagers need to watch what happened to them in that mini series, because at the end of the day, it's about our kids and about our future and them going through certain things growing up as teenagers and one, one, you know, false move, wrong place, wrong time, could change your entire life. So I wanted to get that off. I know that has nothing to do with the podcast. Another thing that has, Something to do with sports and sports gaming. Um, y- y'all know Bills DJ. Y'all know William Farrell, also known on um Twitter as WTFOS. Mm-hmm. Um, he lost his um he basically lost his house in a house fire. He said he lost about ninety percent of his um of his house. Him and his his kids and his wife they are uh, as far as I know they're homeless right now. They basically had to pick up the pieces. Um, I just bought a house back in February last year, and I can't imagine something like that happening. Um he says it's going to take almost between 4 to 6 months to get things get the ball rolling to get things back up and running. So I put in the description of the of our YouTube live stream, the GoFundMe film. I don't usually do things like this. Um be quite honest, I don't want to sound cold-hearted, but uh so half time I can care less. But something about this guy, he's been, you know, on the back end really supporting the podcast and i hate to see stuff like this happen to people i'm not even really the one to, to do stuff like this half the time but something something inside told me to, to spread the word and if even if you can give a dollar that helps a lot and um i'm going to be doing a donation myself um y'all don't have to it's totally optional but these his family lost pretty much everything and like i said it's about 90 percent of the house has been you know destroyed um, you can go check out his Twitter. It's at WTF underscore O-F. I mean, I'm sorry, O S. Say that again. At WTF underscore O S, and also the GoFundMe is in the description. Um, I will probably, I will, I'll definitely post that on my Twitter so people can check that out as well. As little as a dollar can help, if you like. I mean, I would um, I'll recommend because, I don't, I don't know. Like I said, something just told me to do do that. Just spread the word. Uh, but outside of those two things, a lot of sports stuff going on, a lot of gaming stuff going on. e 3s around the corner. A lot of stuff is leaking. Um, basically, Google, uh, Google Stadia just had a, a Stadia. I don't know what this, how it's pronounced. That was revealed with all the information. We're going to talk about that. But on the back end, with nobody else is talking about the recent outage of Google recently and how that affects Stadia. But no, like I said, nobody wants to talk about that. Um, Joshua versus Ruiz, the boxing match that – Bills basically said it was a rigged match. Um, we're going to talk about that. NFL minicamp just started. A lot of things going on there. Um, some more stuff in the NBA with the NBA finals. Looks like the Warriors are going to be going down. And anything else that we're going to ad lib, including the first and frame rates viewers poll that we had um, up, we're going to talk about that as well. So, um, like I said, that's how, how we're going to do our podcast this Thursday. Um Bills, let everyone know what's been going on
2: with you. Just watching these finals, watching the Stanley Cup finals, uh, you know, working on limbo might be coming next week. I can't for sure um, confirm that, but yeah, working on some big things. So I've been definitely been busy. Okay, still working on the music. That's great.
1: Uh waiting on that to come out cuz I ain't I don't know if anybody um that's listening now, you should have by now listened to his first song, song that he put out, the um comeback. Great song. So I, I expect nothing less than that. As far For as
2: quality I thought it was come or, back to me or something that, like that. No, it's comeback, come back to me. Oh, no, it is.
0: There were some issues was, with um with The Janet copyright. Jackson song. Yeah. So. Yeah, I remember yeah. saying that when you first thought yeah, don't about it. Matter. Yeah, so. don't,
1: mess with, don't mess with the
0: Jacksons, yo.
1: Know. No, hell no. You ain't mess with them. DJ, been going
0: on with you? Nothing much. I've been spending most of my time just, you know, getting out. Uh, got out on the track the other day. Uh, oh, update. The game that I had, the playoff game I had this past Sunday, scored a touchdown, picked off two passes, two-point conversion, ribs feel a little sore, but We won our game, so we this coming up weekend, this coming up Sunday, we actually are playing in the semifinals, and if we win, we play in the finals. What was the score? I I don't, I don't remember what the score was. Yeah, He yeah, he he said he said. he said, fuck the score.
1: No, I was like, he beat them that bad? Or did you do the St. Thomas I him?
0: never, no. Here's the thing. When I play, I never really think about the score. It, it's, it's, hey, Phils, it's something that, you know.
2: They did a the St. Thomas uh, he on it. He bill. said, fuck the score. I put in the work. That's all that.
0: That's he all beat, they,
1: they did the St. Thomas on him. They <laughs> ran up the score on them. Don't even look at the scoreboard. They just
0: know they whooped their ass. That's it. Oh, anyway. Man. But also, I want to <laughs> give a shout out and really send thoughts to, because today's the anniversary of uh, D-Day. Oh, yes, it is. It, is. it really is, yeah. So for those that fought and or sacrificed, because they're still surviving veterans from World War Two. Yeah, they're the knights fought. now. Yeah, the, uh, the there was a 97 year old that uh, with uh, an instructor actually jumped from an airplane like he did back in. Oh yeah. That invasion. I yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's crazy. you know my thoughts. I are with them today. I know most of the country and it's not just our U S troops, but also at fellow allies across the world that, that fought in that day. So I mean, did um, you
1: know, I mean, like, I don't want to go too far off on that. Did you know that some of those guys who fought in, uh, at D day, they were, they just got out of like high school or some of them didn't even get a chance yep. to attend high school and they just went, someone would just got straight out of basic training and went over there.
0: Yeah, it, it was basically a draft system uh, yeah. back in the day. So That's a, a lot of us who served, who, who previously served, uh, like myself, uh, were purely on a volunteer basis. So it's it's a scary thing. To, and, it, and it's funny because when I uh, volunteered to serve, several months later, 9-11. Right. So I can imagine. That's the, just like one of my friends. He did the same the thing. The nervousness like- of, uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah, my friend of mine, I mean we graduated the year 2001 and my friend he went to the service in you know I mean, we graduated June and he went to list like in September and then 11 happened. He went to Iraq twice. So it's it's crazy. So I mean no matter how you feel about you know the country or whatever, the, those guys who do that type of work that, they're a different breed. Now I'm I'm very envious of them. I mean I worked in law enforcement, but there's no way I don't I can't see myself doing what they did. Um Anyway, let's talk about this Google Stadia and the recent outage that Google had um back on what it was Sunday.
0: So, I think it was. Um, oh yeah, definitely it was Sunday cuz a couple of podcasts, one got delayed and the other one didn't go at all on Sunday right. because they couldn't log in. Right. So, I mean, this this thing is to me personally, I think this is
1: a joke. I I can't see anybody actually um I, I can't see anybody actually buying this. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I've seen a couple of dumbasses on YouTube said that they bought it. Not, you know, clearly they did it for, they pre purchased it. They're clearly doing it for views, clicks, and likes. They, they can't possibly like what they see here. Um, I'm gonna put this up on the screen so everybody can see. Um, basically, the upcoming streaming platform won't be followed the Netflix model. Um, it's basically gonna let you, um, it, it is that have both a subscription and games for sale individually, which I think is a joke because it's a streaming service. How could you buy games individually on a streaming service? The games aren't aren't yours. But anyway, um, it is designed to play on a high end. Uh, it, it's basically made to play on a high end computer because the way the, the, the streaming service. Actually is high
0: end internet service. Yeah. yeah, the computer. yeah, yeah that's the Computer's not going to matter. Right. It's just the, yeah, you how much, a- uh, how how good your internet is. Yeah, because I'm about to
1: get to that in a second. But first, let's look at the, the, the price. The base subscription price is $10 a month. That's for the base. But that won't be available until next year. They want you to get the Founders Edition, which is available in November when it starts. And that's at $130. So for $130, you get a controller. You get to stream a bunch of games or whatever. And I want to get... Uh, you already said that the slow rollout you won't need the founders edition to play in 20 You will need the founders this 2019 all the other platforms open up in 2020. Now. This is this is uh, What I want to talk about right here Stadia supports a range. I keep messing up the name, but whatever this this thing supports a range of solutions uh, resolutions and internet speeds so if you want to play at 720p at 60 frames uh, with stereo sound the minimum that's recommended is 10 millibars. Now, mind you, PlayStation now recommends five. They want you to do 10 with them. If you want to play with at 1080p with HDR, fit uh, 60 frames per second with 5.1 surround sound, you need 20. Now, if you want to play at 4K, which I don't even believe this at all, 4K streaming, HDR, 60 frames per second, 5.1, you need 35 millibars. I absolutely I don't even believe the 1080p part. The 720p, yes. The 1080p, I don't believe that at 20, maybe so. But at the end of the day, why would you stream a service at 1080p when you got consoles out right now that can do 4K? Anyone of y'all want to go first and talk about this crap? Because I, I don't I don't see no way that th- this is gonna work.
0: Well, I'll look at it like this. But that outage this past Sunday, expect more of those outages to happen. Right. And we already have if you think about it, you already look at uh the PSN PSN when it went down, you, You're back have in 2011. That, you didn't have access to your digital games. No nope. they also have a streaming service, which a lot of I think a lot there there are a lot of subscribers to that uh that streaming service. Uh, and then Microsoft also but has yeah. gone down in the past few years. Yeah, so it's just but- like you you got to deal with the fact that most of these uh, servers are going to go down, and and also you definitely no longer have ownership over the yeah. game that you are streaming. So
1: the only thing you own is that dumbass controller. That, well, I ain't gonna say dumbass. I actually like the controller, but that's the only thing that you own for a hundred and something dollars. Hey, mm-hmm. But look, even even PlayStation now, and definitely Microsoft. They understood the streaming shit and I know they're co-signing it for it for the next consoles, which this right here is going to be telling that. It,
0: yeah,
1: Yeah, this console, I mean, this service is going to is going to tell that it's not going to. I don't think it's going to work. But even but with PlayStation <laughs> now in, in, in Game Pass, they know the streaming stuff is not all that. That's why with PlayStation Now, you can download certain games now. You can download a good bit of games now. Game Pass always gave you that option to download because they know on the back end, that's gonna be their safe haven if if all this goes wrong, like like what happened on Sunday.
0: Now, here's here's a part two to this. Um, knowing that internet speeds as far as what you pay for are a lot better over in Europe than they are here in the United States. Even though this doesn't sound like much, the thirty five megabytes per second, um Just for 4k Uh, This doesn't even mention if you have to be wired Or if it's Wi-Fi enabled because obviously you get different speeds you you get the better you get the best speeds when you're wired Versus so now people who would normally operate their PC Through Wi-Fi will definitely need to wire their connection and then what if you have a power outage? Then what?
1: So. Right. All right. Uh, I'm gonna I'm talk touch on some. Well, I'm a, Bills. What What are your
2: thoughts about this resolution and, and internet speeds? Man, this console's gonna fail miserably. I mean, there's no way anybody's paying $130 to play games and not own them. And then on top of that, you have to have a certain, you know, connection to even get the most out of the console. It's just it's ridiculous. I don't even have much to say about it, I just think it's stupid, honestly
0: yeah I, I agree well, unfortunately, there is a market for it because you look at p s n now people are have been playing that and subscribing to that, so you know when a comp <clears throat> when a company um and when consumers inadvertently make it obvious that this is where the Trend in gaming is going to be, then other companies are going to try to take advantage of that, and this is where Google swoops in.
1: I think I think Google wanted to do this probably at a time where streaming seemed more more viable, and it, and it, and it could be still viable as far as the relevance of talk. But even when you know PlayStation now tried it, you see what they did. They they went back to let you download games now. Yep. You know, so it, it's not necessarily a you know a situation where this could be sustainable. I'm I'm with bills and and DJ. I know you're with you know with what I'm saying too. Is like it, this. I don't I don't see this going anywhere. I don't see where anybody can honestly say I'm going to play at 720p at 60. You know, and be okay with that. When I mean, you could take these same games and play them on PC or the next console. Hell, the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One kills this already. You don't have to use this much internet to uh play a 4K game. But check this out. I've heard and I, I gotta find the article or whatever, but I heard that the play like um at 4K 60 in it'll get it'll take up six it'll take up one terabyte of your data package if you have a data if you if you don't have uncapped data it doesn't it doesn't matter. It takes up one terabyte of data. If you play for 65 hours.
0: Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah That's
1: ridiculous that some games are about at 60, you know They're like at 60 hours most games are like Baldur's Gate 3 I mean, that's a a legendary series from the PlayStation 2 the Baldur's Gate Um, Ghost Recon Breakout, that's another game. That's gonna be way more than 60 hours um division two gonna be there. I, I don't think too many people are gonna still be playing a division two, but still well, it's gonna start in November. So yeah, people are gonna be playing that. How many hours do you think people are gonna try to play this at 4K 60? You know, I mean, if, if you got a cap, if you got Comcast or something like that, you, you're gonna be <laughs> good.
0: Luck.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. You're done. It's Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That's a 50 hour game. You know, the Tomb Raider trilogy. I I, I don't think I don't think one of, maybe one or two of them are the 60 hours. But if you play all three of them, yeah. Final fantasy 15 Metro Exodus, you know, it, it, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it, man. I mean, what, what are your guys? It's no way that this is sustainable. I don't see it. I just don't. There's going to be
0: enough. There's going to be enough uh people that, that, that will keep this afloat and, it's not, it, and it's funny because the way they advertise is that it's supposed to disrupt gaming altogether. When it's really not, it's well, really it's, going just, to, it's
1: going to disrupt your gaming experience.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, it's going to do that whenever they the servers go down. But it's not. I'm like, it, it, I don't think the current companies Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo need to worry about this at all. I don't even think teaming together to do cloud gaming was even necessary. I think uh, it's one of those things where you at least, I'm like, I know business-wise you want to plan ahead, but at the same time, understand that most of your, for these companies, most of their income is coming from the United States consumers. Right. So if we have, if we pay an arm and a leg for the internet speeds that people just pay pennies for overseas, more than likely we're not going to be able to Stream games at 4k and stuff like that Even though like I said, even looking at this uh at the scale, it doesn't seem like much but You'd be amazed. I, I, I
1: do not believe not all that. of us
0: are wired at that high of uh, internet speed
1: I don't believe that you at 35 millibars you can stream at 4k 60. That that's hard for me to with hdr video That is hard for me to believe I I, I don't I don't I I I have to see that to believe it. There's no way, because you got to. If you I, did, any of y'all have PlayStation now before? Have y'all used used it before?
0: No, I've, I've okay. not touched to it. I don't believe in that.
1: Even at five millibars, I, I I had a trial, so I used it one time. Even at five millibars, some of those PlayStation three games stuttered. They some of, one of them locked up on me. I mean, after a while. I think down the road, I mean, I got another code to use um to get it for a, a couple days. This was like last year. It was better, but it it still was input lag. It was laggy. It, it just, I mean, the whole it was not really transparent. So that was at 720p. 30. That's not even 60. That's at 30. 720, 30. And that's at 5 millibars. So you mean to tell me 30 more millibars? I'm going to be able to run 4Ks? These motherfuckers better have like some beautiful servers on the back end they got to have like some high powered super bill gates type servers that could just outdo what um uh coaxial cables do with cable boxes
2: Oh, just to cut in um uh who is talking about the extension at Carson Wentz yeah, yeah. I, I, I to that. That.
1: Well, yeah when we get to NFL mini camp we definitely going to talk about that we're gonna talk about that because I, I saw that too. But um, we we already talked about Carson Wentz. We we, I, we low key kind of know where that's going. But yeah. um,
0: anything else on this? Because oh, and, and and by the way, welcome back, Pooh. Um, see, you're very active in the chat after being absent from the what the last two uh, podcasts we've had.
1: Yeah, I think it was like the last two.
0: Yeah, you need to yeah. be
2: fired. <laughs> <laughs> it's two no call no shows in a row.
1: Yeah, you know what? That's right. To take that
2: damn wrench from his ass. I mean to make Chris Thomas uh <laughs> Chris Thomas the damn admin.
1: Right, he, he's been here consistently. Somebody you know
2: who I mean? knows the privilege of holding that damn wrench and deleting right. people's comments and shit.
1: Yeah, and I think as soon as he gets, he's really quick to delete somebody's comment off the rip. Oh like, trigger happy.
2: Right, oh trigger happy ass. <laughs> you
1: it doesn't matter if you're getting <laughs> yeah, paid. Right, you get <laughs> paid. You know, it's like, it doesn't matter if you get
2: <laughs> paid. You're Thank God you know? ain't getting paid. <laughs> hey.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh let let's talk about the um back end of this uh the recent outage that happened on Sunday. I mean, we're not even talking about the the quality that may happen if the servers are up. The servers were down on Sunday and nobody was able to do anything.
0: so well, one podcast was able to do something, but they had to wait until what eight o'clock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, exactly, but let's think about it like this. What if you're trying to play a game and this shit happens?
0: Hey, we already had something like this again with Microsoft. Remember Christmas time a few years back that Microsoft right. had an outage, and the white couldn't play. Their, no one couldn't play online. You have stuff like this that's a that's going to happen, and it's going to go down. Wait, and then what's going to happen? Are people will be like, I, "I want my money back," or "I, I, I want a, a discount offer." No, you you already are going into this knowing that. Stuff outages like what happened this past Sunday are going to happen. I mean, it's going to so get worse. It's going to get have get more to people to the streaming service.
1: Yeah, you're going to have more people trying to game on this. So with more people, you're going to have more problems. Oh,
0: yeah. I just
1: laugh at the Mm -hmm. fact
2: that people are basically paying $130 to deal with those problems. Right, exactly. Startup of
0: this. Uh,
1: Darryl Kirkpatrick, this is the first time he dropped a comment, and uh, he said, uh, appreciate you coming through. He said, if your internet is trash, it ain't for you. He got AT&T one um, gigabars per second or gigabits per second with no data caps. But you're right. Data caps are going to kill a lot of people from using study I, I mean, mean I think if you on... like
2: gaming, study is not for you.
1: Yeah, right. See, I mean, I got a high-end, you know, I have high-end millibars coming through mine with no data caps, but still. It's just that, let's think about it on this end. What if I'm gaming on this and somebody else, how does it affect somebody else in the house using the internet? You know what I mean? I mean, it, it's a lot of stuff that is going to pull so much bandwidth to the point where it, it could be a problem on a lot of ends. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what what are your guys' thoughts at the end of the day? Man, fuck that console. <laughs> the, but uh, the the controller itself, you just want to buy the controller is seventy dollars.
0: Nah, that's okay. I'm, 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 I'm gonna take a hard pass on that.
1: Yeah, I don't have anything else. Like I said, like with the outage, I don't I don't trust it. Um, I don't understand. You know the whole concept of going to this method of gaming. Um p- luckily PlayStation 5 is still going to have physical media in their console. To be quite honest, even with the Xbox, they just did the the SAD console, it was all s all digital console. I haven't heard too many people say good things about that console. So it's like I don't know, we may be dealing with Blu-ray. At least I know definitely we're going to be dealing with it for the next um for the next uh generation. For how long mm-hmm. I don't know, but I I just can't see myself playing game streaming. I, I just don't see it. I don't I don't at all. Uh if you if you guys just came in, I'm gonna um reiterate what I started out to say in the beginning. Um WTF underscore os William Farrell on Twitter, uh recently lost his house in a house fire. They lost about 90% of the stuff of their um belongings. So if you want to check out their GoFundMe, the link is down in the description of the live YouTube. Um, if not, if you're just listening to this on uh, iTunes and SoundCloud, I will put that in the description of our um, the info of the episode. So you definitely go – a dollar goes a long way to help them out to get back on their feet. Uh, so uh, I just wanted to add that. Um, y'all want to jump into the boxing already or y'all want to jump into the NBA Finals because I know y'all wanted to – Yeah, let's okay. get the boxing. Oh, okay. I'll let you start out Bills cuz I know you were the most vocal about the what happened
2: with outcome. All right, so last Saturday, we had a tomato can face Anthony Joshua. His name's Andy Ruiz. <laughs> like a refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, yeah, a fucking carton of a whole a whole pallet of tomato cans came and knocked out, quote unquote, <laughs> knocked out Anthony Joshua in their fight. This is Anthony Joshua's first fight in the US. Um so me personally I just know from experience hanging around boxing as much as I did as a kid and into my you know late teenage years if you get knocked the fuck out especially if you have a belt you're not in the ring smiling and taking pictures with the motherfucker who just knocked you out Um so that already immediately just brought up a red flag It was one of the bigger upsets that I've ever seen in boxing. Um, It was one of the bigger upsets in sports, honestly, because this was basically looked at as a fight that was just going to introduce Anthony Joshua to the U.S. because a lot of people don't really know Anthony Joshua over here. Um, He's a big U.K. fighter, and the last big heavyweight U.K. fighter that they had was Lennox Lewis, but he fought a lot in the U.S. Um. The second thing that struck me as very, very strange, <clears throat> excuse me, was the fact that when have you ever seen somebody lose a match and they get to choose their rematch location? Right. Yeah, that's right. kind of weird. Like he came to the U.S., he got his ass whooped. Oh, well, I'm going to fight you in my country now. But you lost. So it just it's all very funny to me. He, at no point in the match, used his jab, used his distance. Um, There's plenty of tomato cans that could have came and beat his ass prior to this. Why, when he's been improving steadily, has he, well, does he, I should say, all of a sudden suffer a letdown against Andy Ruiz? Oh, I know why, because they don't want to give everybody the fight that they've been waiting to see. That's why. They figure out that there's no way in hell – Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua are going to draw any type of casual fans in. So there's no way that it would be worth it to put that pay-per-view on right now. So what they're doing is they they figured out the best way to jip us of that pay-per-view. And it's similar to the Floyd Mayweather and Pacquiao situation. Pacquiao gets knocked the fuck out by Marquez. People stop talking about Floyd Mayweather versus Manny Pacquiao. And so, of course, they forget about Floyd Mayweather you know, retiring and they forget about Pacquiao getting knocked the fuck out. All you know is Pacquiao's running through opponents and he should face Mayweather. It's gonna be the same shit in this situation.
1: So you think that's the reason why the the well, Ruiz, was it Ruiz?
2: Do you of think course. that's the reason why he won? He's gonna go back to he's gonna go to the UK, he's gonna get his ass kicked. Uh, Anthony Josh is gonna be the champion again over there because the UK has a big time a big time investment in this. And the US has a big time investment in this. If Wilder loses, he's done. If Joshua loses, he's done. That's why they gave uh, Wilder that bullshit draw, because they knew Fury beat his ass the whole fight. Mm -hmm. And if Wilder has a loss on his record, then there's no appeal for the Joshua fight. So it's like they could feed one side and and feed the other side at the same time. Gotcha. I, I mean, I just, overall, I hate corruption. And there's no corruption like boxing corruption.
1: You know, I, I've been watching a few fights for the past few years, and it, it it looks like a lot of corruption is going down in that sport. And it, it kind of sucks because at one point, boxing was like the main marquee thing to watch, you know, every four or five months. It was something to get forward looking to. And Oh, I said that backwards. It was something forward to look to. Mm. And it was something that was kind of pr- prestigious, but now it's like, I, I don't even know how to explain it. it. To me, it's kind of a turnoff. I, I wasn't able to watch it. Um, and I wasn't able to watch it Saturday. I, was, I had something else
2: I had to do, but I, I saw what happened. I was like surprised. Like, How the hell did this dude beat him? Well, think about this. Imagine if the NBA was split into just one huge professional basketball realm. And the Golden State Warriors can call themselves champions forever without actually facing the champion on the other side. Let's call it the Cleveland uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, whoever you want to say, on the opposite side. And, you know, as as the seasons go by and Golden State just keeps racking up these championships, all of a sudden somebody has a question why don't they face the fucking Cleveland Cavaliers? Oh, let's just use Toronto as an example now, since they're playing. Why don't they face Toronto? Oh, the money's not right you know we're we're not going to bring our players over to america to face golden state when you know j- just typical bullshit but they can stay you know separate and call themselves champions and nobody will contest it within the boxing you know or I should say basketball realm in this case that's what boxing basically is you have three champions who mm. can all call themselves the heavyweight champion of the world and they never have to face each other <laughs> And no, and there's no commission to say, "Hey, you have to face each other." Right. They can just go on like this forever, separate. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Wild, Wildstar puts in the chat. Last
1: boxing match he was hyped for was James Roper versus Martin, Marvin Shabazz. And nobody even really knows those two. Right. I mean, I know about Marvin Shabazz, but I, I look, I didn't
0: even. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know, DJ. What's so funny? <laughs> Those are two fighters from the Great White Hype. But that's what I'm saying. Nobody even knows the reference. That's yeah, what I'm saying.
2: I
1: mean, Nobody I gets the Shabazz reference. Was like, you know, that was... That ringed the bell, but... That just Nobody goes,
0: gets the reference. Yeah. yeah, that's
1: how bad it is at boxing. No,
0: I got it. I definitely did get it. Yeah, I mean... I, 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 yeah. I really
1: didn't get it. I, I mean... Yeah, it's from that, but I, the only name that rang the bell was Martin Shabazz.
2: Yeah. Marvin Shabazz. That's crazy. So you had James Roper and Marvin Shabazz in the movie, for those of you who don't know. Called
0: Great White Hype. Great White
2: Hype, right? Similar Mm -hmm. to Jerry Cooney in real life versus Larry Holmes. Mm -hmm. That was what the story was. And the thing was about it, now that I'm looking even closer in on this whole situation, it's funny to me that this happens right after Deontay Wilder says, I'm gonna face Tyson Fury again. Mm. So... It's almost as if like, well, the boxing, boxing as a whole, they're like, well, we have time. You know, we don't have to give him this fight because Deontay Wilder has already agreed to face Tyson Fury again. And then whoever loses in that fight, they'll never have to face Joshua because then it basically is like, well, see, there you go. Neither one of them could be Anthony Joshua because they had a shitty fight the first time and the second time such and such lost. So now we don't want to see it. That's that's what they do. It's just it's all do you think that's why UFC is getting more? Of course it is, because yeah, that's Dana White, yeah, absolutely. Dana yeah. White controls he he's not just gonna let a guy run from somebody who he clearly should be facing. There's right. one champion in each division. But when you have all these subdivisions and, and and people who have never boxed, they listen to these folks who just defend boxing. Well, five pounds is a big difference. Let me tell you something. Super welterweight and welterweight are the same fucking thing. You want no difference? Is the person who's a super welterweight champion, if he's drawing more numbers on pay-per-view, he can say, hey, you have to come up to my weight. Yep. That's the only difference. And, and as long as there's corruption like that, as long as you have the promoters of certain fighters going out to dinner with the judges the night before, managers of certain fighters yeah, going out your, to dinner with the ridiculous. judges the night before. Teddy that's- Atlas spoke about all this before. Yeah, 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 he did. Yeah, yeah you're right. He went on uh, Joe Rogan's show and talked about it at length. And it's it's not good. It's so, not good. So with this whole debacle that's been going
1: on with this and you had other fights that had problems like this, I know what, was it the, the Canelo fight they had? Canelo so, and Triple G, yeah. Mm-hmm. they had a, their form of you know corruption in that.
0: Mm-hmm. Where do
1: you see the, the sport of boxing going? And what direction do you see it's going to, I mean, more of a decline or – it doesn't have to get blatantly obvious of what's going on. I mean, it can't be more blatant. Than this, uh, but well, it has to be more blatant, obvious. Where it could be a reform or. A well, reform. DJ, you want to hop
0: in real quick? Yeah, I'm here. Um Let's see. Th- to talk about the first part and then jump in on the second part. The first part about the fight itself, like just seeing that seventh round, it definitely looked fishy to me, and yeah, it definitely it it was just one of those things where um and for those that probably haven't seen the fight, I'm just gonna reveal this part, and it's the part where dude is looking back towards the crowd like he's getting his ass whoop at this point, like dude can fight I, i'm like that's one thing you never really cover, but then at the same time it's like you know uh Josh was looking off someplace mm-hmm. like. W- with, like he's definitely checking out. He's looking for some type of signal mm-hmm. to just be like, look, just just don't worry. The money's in the rematch. Don't worry about it. Let him win the title, you know, just act like you're not responsive or whatever and there. There you have it. I might like, the fix was in. So it's just <laughs> like That's why I really – me personally, I used to be a heavy boxing fan, but I've never really – I'm like, you could tell by the fact that I hadn't said a word in this whole topic up until now because boxing to me is just – it's not what it used to be. And, DJ, here's the other
2: point real quick Mm -hmm. that a lot of people aren't going to know is uh, Joshua said, yes, I want to continue – and that's where the fishy shit came in. It was clear he audibly said, "Yes, I want to continue."
0: Mm-hmm.
2: They had the ref stop the fight for a reason
0: because yeah, you because can't have they, him they get had the, knocked out. Yeah, because they probably had the ref also. When he came over to check uh, yeah. Joshua, he probably looked in the crowd because Bro. that was the signal from Joshua looking in the crowd. Well, maybe I need to look in a Okay, fight over? Joshua, the fight,
2: realistically, if that was a real fight and somebody was really getting asked, the fight should have been stopped before that. Joshua got knocked down twice. They were ugly-looking knockouts. He was on wobbly legs for a whole round, quote-unquote wobbly wobbly leg, for a whole round. And it was clear the fight was over. And, of course, people are going to say, well, give the champion a chance. Fuck that. Okay, he was done. We've seen Ronda Rousey. The UFC protected her. They didn't even let her fall. She would have got knocked the fuck out by Amanda Nunes. I mean, cold. She would have fell flat in her face, Apollo Creed style. So it's all about perception in boxing with casual fans. It's all about perception. If they hear Anthony Joshua got knocked out, they run and, you know, they want to see what happened. Then when they see what happened, they say, oh, I look kind of fishy, but I don't think the box is that corrupt, so I'm going to believe he just got knocked out, and it's the greatest upset of all time. Meanwhile, it brings eyeballs to – the sport of boxing, which is why boxing is never going to die because shit like this brings eyeballs to boxing. But um, continue what you were
0: saying, DJ. Yeah, what about the second part, DJ? Oh, yeah, the second part, the sport of boxing as a whole, I'm like when I, I look at it and I am one of those casuals, not the exact casual that Bill's mentioned, but mm. one of those casuals that I remember how the belts, you can you knew exactly who the champions were. Uh, a person probably held like a couple of belts at a time, not mm-hmm. to the point where they're held holding four, five belts at one time. Yep. And it's just like, why don't you, at this point to me, it's just like with boxing, make three main organizations when it comes and, and fit them each with with uh, with the weight classes. I'm like, they're, I'm sure each organization has their weight, but it's like too many organizations that have Top tier belts
2: because so there's too fun.
0: many hands, and you know, there's too many hands, money
2: going too many places. You got the WBA, you got the IBF, you got the WBC, which the WBC used to be the main one that was the most important, yeah, that's the highest of the high. But then we got the participation trophies. You got to give this guy a belt, you got to give that guy a belt. Well, this guy never actually lost a belt. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. And then, you know, they talk about, oh, well, he's a four division weight champion. Yeah. And all those divisions are separated by what, 15 pounds?
0: And he yeah, needs the to get them. And then on top of that, they get the, it seemed like they get the, even when they go up in weight, they can keep their belt as long as they're able to go down their weight and defend it. And I was just like, wait, hold up.
2: There, there are guys. There are guys that have beaten quote-unquote champions, and those champions would really only be champion of a country. It might be a belt that they just created for the guy. I mean, you have back in the day when Rocky Marciano used to fight. He fought his fucking brother-in-law. You don't think there was something corrupt going on there? Boxing has had this forever. They cleared Joe Louis when they shouldn't have cleared Joe Louis. He fought Rocky Marciano way too old to be fighting. He had no business in the ring. I I agree. So, I mean, it's just, like I said, Box is never going to die because they have the rare times where they give you a fight that you want to see, Triple G and Canelo. Then they rig it. You're like, fuck, I want to see it again because you don't believe that it's rigged. Uh, Well, you know, maybe, no, there's no maybe. It's rigged. Canelo's promoters, they go out with these judges, out to dinner the night before, Big time promoters—they do the same thing. They go out to dinner with the ref. It's just like Teddy Atlas said. He walked in. He walked in a restaurant one night. He saw the fighter that um, they were facing. His promoter in there with the with the refs, with the judges the night before the fight. It's just—it's crazy. But the thing is, when people speak out about it. You know, the casuals are way less inclined to believe it because they don't want to believe it. You know what I'm saying? Ignorance is bliss. You know, they don't believe anything's wrong with the NBA. It doesn't matter how much Tim Donaghy talks. They don't believe it. He's just – he's he's bitter. No, he's not bitter. He's telling the truth. He was in it. He has nothing to be bitter about. So, just in general, like I said, Boston's never going to die. It's always going to be there, especially when UFC keeps fumbling the ball as far as, you know – I get that Conor McGregor and Khabib went and did that whole, which I also think was a publicity son, by the way. Um, they went and did that whole thing where they're jumping over the fucking railing. And, you know, I, th- what, what happened to UFC that's going to suck is the fact that it was a death nail to their franchise, the fact that Ronda Rousey went to the WWE. Conor McGregor has gotten a taste of boxing money, and he likes it because <laughs> he realizes he can fight 12 rounds and not get hurt. You know yes. what I'm saying? It's it's tough. I mean, well, you have a sport where you can look like a badass, and yeah, you could probably knock any normal human being out. But literally, you can walk into a boxing ring and basically simulate combat for twelve rounds and not well, get hurt.
1: Well, check out check out what Chris Thomas said. He said he think Vegas has their hand in these of boxing matches. Of course they do. Of Wild, course they do. Wildstar also says he think all pro sports are rigged in some way or another. Why I care more about the sports game. Why I care about sports games nowadays.
2: Well, I'll say this: I don't think every sport is rigged.
1: Now I, you know what? Before before you go that. Uh, now, while start saying, I I don't know if he's talking about sports, video games, or whatever. But I put more stock in me playing a video game than the actual watching the sport. Now, don't get me wrong. Watching the sport is, you know, it has its moments that are just fantastic. But if you get a game that you play and you control, and you actually have to beat the computer, or if you're beating someone else that you're playing against, I feel that that's a more of an organic moment to where you feel like you achieve something personally compared to seeing some bullshit happen in a game so that you're watching on TV. I
2: think, I think, um, I think certain sports turn it on and turn it off. Like, I think I think that a lot of the rigging that people see is done before the game even gets on the floor. I think a lot of the rigging that is done is done in the draft, the draft lottery. I think it's done in free agency. Oh,
1: basketball, definitely.
2: I think I, I think in, in the NFL, I think it's the same way. I think a lot of the rigging is done in the free agency and a lot of the rigging is done in the draft. And the thing with the NBA about the rigging that's done in the draft, I mean, we could see it with the draft lottery. That's just one example. But when right. you look and you say, well, how would the NBA react if Kevin Durant and LeBron James went on the same team? Well, they can't have that happen. I'm sure it's been discussed. But there's never – so that's why it's like when everybody talks about Golden State being this unfair team, like, is it really as unfair as we've ever seen? Because quite frankly, if Kevin Durant and LeBron James got on the same basketball team, I think that would be the point where people are like, I don't need to watch the NBA to know what's going to happen. People still watch Golden State to cheer against Golden State. There's right. clearly rigging going on. The, the places that these dudes go it's it's clear that there's some there's some hand in it um the nfl i think the refs have way too much to do with the game and how it goes on for them not to be rigging uh soccer well oh,
1: it's, it's about to get worse with this past interference calling thing oh
2: of course i mean mm-hmm. soccer you know money's getting passed you know uh behind the scenes for shit like that to happen. Baseball, eh, I, I don't really think there's too much going on in that. And hockey, I don't think there's too much going on in that. Boxing, we already talked about. UFC, I've seen dudes take dives, obvious dives. So 90% of the sports, yes, for sure.
1: Anything else y'all want to add to this before we get into the NBA finals? DJ? Nope, I have
0: nothing. Right.
1: Yeah, fuck
2: boxing right now. Yeah, fuck boxing forever. I'm That's where I'm at right now. They're like, oh, Triple G's fighting this week. I'm like, who gives a fuck, honestly?
1: All right, NBA Finals. Uh, Toronto takes game three. Um, mm-hmm. Looks like everything's going downhill for Golden State. I didn't watch the game last night. I had to work. And once I found out Klay Thompson wasn't playing, I was like, yeah, I know it's about to happen. So, I mean, it, it, it. I'm interested in the finals still, but I kind of lost this interest, especially when Klay Thompson went down. I, and was well, that guy who broke his collarbone, Looney,
2: Give me a second. I'll
1: be right back. All right. Yeah, when Looney, yeah, yeah, when Looney uh, broke his collarbone, I was like, okay. Uh, I'm just going to be watching this from a distance because it's not its not going to be good basketball. So, to me, I'm like, I, I can't see how Toronto don't win the NBA Finals. It, it kind of sucks because you want to see the two best teams out there, but when one team that basically have their team somewhat depleted, it kind of pulls away from what's going on with you know the sport of basketball. It kind of just pulls away to where you're just getting low-level – you're just getting low-level talent out there on the court. Um, Did you watch the game last night, DJ?
0: Yeah, I watched the game. I I, I think I tuned in about a second half. I just wanted to see how it would play out. And, um, yeah, I'm like Golden State picked a good time to have all their people just – not feign injuries, but uh, (laughs) – get hurt and get injured to the point where they barely have a squad now and i'm like yeah boogie's out there but he's gonna to me he's gonna be 50 50 because he still seems like he's working his way back he does provide that physical presence and andrew Boget for that little bit of time that he played in the last game was a surprise for them for toronto against toronto but i saw that toronto adjusted with him in the lineup and he was pretty much neutralized uh toronto seems like defensively they got their stuff together as far as how they're going to defend the warriors that boxing one is the truth right now number one box like I, I,
1: I remember when boxing one used to be the thing in college basketball hmm
0: yeah i right. remember um Playing rec, uh, playing in a little like little rec league or whatever. Yeah, rec league. Yeah, that too. Uh, yeah. I was actually the one in the box because they they sent me to shut down this one guy. The guy, I'm like, and I did exactly that. Now, right, but the I'm thing back. is, it's like with Curry, there's always three people around him, and at, I'm like, if it was LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Michael Jordan, I can list a name of premier. I can list a whole bunch of premier players that if you pl- applied to boxing one, it wouldn't work. With stuff, it works because yeah, he can get to the inside, but they want him to get to the inside. Right. That's the point. Chase him off the three point line because and and that and that and that throws him off a of rhythm. He's like he's used to taking so many three point shots per game. You chase him off the three point line now, he has to. Throw these, hes basically throwing up every shot. Even I—I'm like he practices these shots, but it looks like he's throwing up everything.
2: Right. So
0: they definitely got him off kilter, and without Clay balancing the scoring out, knowing that Golden State was only going to score from that main one source, and maybe Draymond, maybe Iggy, maybe Boogie. And then maybe the the other supporting cast. Toronto has Golden State where they want them, but but knowing that I think KD will be out for the next game.
2: Yeah, he, so I think that of Toronto four.
0: has the potential to go up three one. Right. And I can see wrap him being that. available game five and then on. And then Clay will be back. And then yeah, Clay's the off of play. game four too, right? Uh, I don't think they've ruled him out yet. I don't think they've ruled got, him out.
1: I got a feeling that he's going to play, but I'm not sure. Oh, um, Doug Thomas I, says Curry I, played his heart out. Boogie just didn't show up. Um,
2: um I'm going to disagree with that. Who's
1: going to say? Who says that he want to see the salt on Drake? If the Warriors win,
0: that I don't like it's going to happen. Um, I I, I have would, a I would, slight suspicion that because. I was playing. I played that little randomized. Thing. I think last podcast I said something about like just randomly picking the Raptors in seven. Uh-huh. I still believe this is going to go seven games. Really? See,
1: my thing. I would, pick I picked the Warriors in six, but after the, what all has happened, all bets are off. I mean, I expected the Warriors to win one game in Toronto, and they're going to be up three one because they're going to win the next two in at 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 home. And you know the Warriors have their one game back, and it'll be three two, and they was going to close it out in Oakland. But after yeah. all these injuries, I, I I I
2: see this probably going five. My thing with what Doug Thomas said, I just think Boogie's not right. He's not healthy. That's really oh, what it comes down to. Before I you
0: came, before you came in, I actually hit on that too.
2: Yeah, Boogie's yeah. he's not healthy. Uh, KD had his damn leg wrapped when they walked to the back yesterday. He's not playing a game for, I doubt he plays in this series. And if he does, how effective is he going to be? Clay's hamstrings on a string right now, literally. And anybody who's had a hamstring injury knows that one false move to the left or the right, one jump shot that you land wrong on, uh, even in warmups, it's it's not going to be good. Yeah, but see, the thing was, Doug, they didn't need him as much as they. He that was unexpected offense. That was unexpected yeah. offense that they got from him. They didn't need him to be boogie. They they had Clay. Clay carried the load. Stuff carried the load. When you have a boogie cousins, you need him to be boogie cousins. If Clay is out, and he couldn't be boogie cousins. Sean Livingston. We've talked about it for a couple of series now. He's a oh, show of um and the thing was
0: that's unfortunate for him.
2: And I put it on Twitter. I said, this lineup that Steve Kerr put out here, he's gonna he's gonna regret it because there was no floor spacing. Stephen Curry got his, and a lot of the shots that he made were just st- shots that only Steph Curry can make, and a lot of his shots were contested. He's not gonna find many uncontested shots for the rest of the series. So it's like when you have no floor spacing, you have Sean Livingston who can't shoot threes uh iguodala who is an inconsistent three-point shooter people were fooled by that three that he hit when he needed to hit it but that's just a clutch gene in him. that has nothing to do with his shooting ability draymond green can't shoot a lake he airballed a bunch of times quinn cook you now need to step up kavon Looney's out andrew bogut sucks in pick and roll defense his feet don't move fast enough anymore um you have a shell you have a team that's a shell of itself
1: yeah i mean that's what that's what pooh put in the chat
2: yeah you have a team that's a shell of itself and this furthers the point that this whole super team talk can go away because there's no way a super team can lose one guy and lose that first game the way they did, lose two guys and lose the way they did yesterday. The, the rest kept them in the game, quite frankly. Chris, um, Chris, oh yeah. Chris, Thomas, Chris Thomas puts
1: in the chat, he said, who do you think of winning a seven-game series, 13-14 Heat or a 13-14 Heat?
2: 2013-2014 Heat would destroy them.
1: I, I won't say they would destroy them, but in the, seven the game team series, right now, okay, healthy, yeah, healthy. I, I'll say the Heat will win.
2: Healthy, that,
1: that, I, that team was like that team
2: was really good. Healthy, I'm taking the Heat only because of the fact that uh, Golden State has nobody guard Lebron, um, and even if think, Kevin- yeah, and, and another thing, people don't
1: understand. the Le- I feel personally. 13-14 LeBron was way better than the, the LeBron they faced in the last few series. LeBron got LeBron got his feet under him after that 2011 Finals. I would say – And he was – I mean, he, I, he was, I feel that he was a much better – he was a much more athletic player. He was a much more forceful player. He didn't feel like the – he didn't feel like the LeBron that you had in the Cavs series where he had to put pretty much everything on his back.
2: I would say 2015 LeBron is the best LeBron I've seen as far as the basketball player is concerned. 2016 LeBron learned from his mistakes, but wasn't the basketball player as far as like just raw skill. Um, 2017 LeBron was just, he, he was just literally in urgency mode. 2014 LeBron was the perfect combination of just athleticism and knowledge. Yeah. I'm still taking 2015 LeBron. I think 2015 LeBron was on Miami. Um, on that Miami squad that we're talking about, I think it would be it would be crazy. But, I mean, if you think about it, 2013-14 Heat and the 2018-2019 uh, Warriors kind of in the same boat because, you know, you've been to the finals so many times back-to-back-to-back to back to back, or at yeah. least in the playoffs. They're both really, you know, they're broken down and it's like it would be an interesting matchup. I mean, obviously, if you weren't considering them being broken down and you're just looking at it, everybody fully healthy – I'm taking the heat, and that's not even just a heat bias. Um, yeah, I,
1: I'll say the Heat win in seven. Uh, now, if you were talking about last year, seventeen, eighteen Warriors, and I, I'll say the Warriors in seven. But this I year, no, I don't. I don't think this year' Warriors as good as the team last year. But this, like I said, if it was if it was seventeen, eighteen Warriors, I'll take that Warriors team over the Heat. But
2: this year's Warriors, no, I think the Heat will win. Who you got? Oh, wow. Well, well, who you got, DJ
0: first? I have, hmm, because Iggy would be the primary defender. Iggy and Durant would be the primary defender on on LeBron. I would say
2: you still need somebody to check Wade. That would be the only thing,
0: right? Well, Clay could do that. No, no. Yeah, no, I'm, a, no. I'm. No, I'm. No, oh, Clay. Yeah, I,
1: that wouldn't be that wouldn't be that bad of a matchup.
0: Yeah. Um, Wait, I mean, I like I, I said in the 18, internet day, warriors. It wouldn't it it wouldn't
1: you say 18, 19 warriors? Okay. I mean I, I still say the heat in seven, but it, it's not it's not as cut and dry. That's why I said it in seven. I
2: think I think what's gonna kill Golden what, what what would kill Golden State is what's killing them now, which is their bench. The Miami was always deep. I mean they could go ten deep at any time during that era. Yeah, so that's he, that's, he, that's he, what he, I think the deciding factor would be. You know. Yeah. They were, they are a bit older. I mean, considering the fact, you know, Clay's what thirty, Steph's thirty, Katie's thirty-two, maybe Boogie's about twenty-eight, maybe thirty.
1: Yeah.
2: So Doug Thomas,
1: Doug Thomas says he doesn't care. He wants the Warriors to lose anyway. That's right. The hater in the house.
2: Oh God.
1: <laughs> Chris Thomas also said want to, he want he he'll go with the thirteen fourteen Heat. You have peak LeBron. That, that's what I was saying. Like. <laughs> wasn't peak LeBron. In my opinion, I feel like it was. Like I said, those two years after they lost that Finals and to to, well, uh, I he lost the finals to Dallas. That that's the best LeBron I've seen.
2: Peak LeBron got wasted carrying Anthony Parker and Shaq, who broke his damn thumb. That was oh, peak LeBron. No,
1: as no, far no, as the no, basketball no. player, uh, no, oh, no, I can't. Let me
2: tell you something. Let's, Let's go, go back. To NBA finals, no, man. no, hold on, hold on. No, no. This is the last thing I'll say about that peak LeBron <laughs> comment. This is how you know that was Pico LeBron. Pico Braun put up 37 points, 19 rebounds, and like 12 assists, and they said he quit on his team that game. That's Pico Braun. Come on. What,
1: what, 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 what else you got to add to these NBA <laughs> finals, man?
2: <laughs> well, let's talk about the Kyle Lowry situation. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about yeah, that. Yeah, um, you definitely got hit
1: that. Let DJ lead off on yeah. that
0: Wow. Well. During one of the plays that occurred during the NBA Finals, Kyle Lowry found himself on the sideline opposite side of the bench or whatever, diving after a ball. He was trying to save it. He wound up still going out of bounds, and he lands in the front row. As he was getting up, one, he was being patted on the back by a a woman uh, that was sitting on the front row. I think she was just patting him, just like, hey, I'm okay or whatever. But then – Two seats over, this one guy decides to just shove Lowry out the way. And Lowry's like, he feels some, he definitely feels some type of way about it. The refs had to come in. I think other players had to come in and separate him. And he, and even when he was walking away, he's still talking about, like, hey, that guy needs to be ejected. That guy needs to be ejected. Well, it turns out the guy who shoved him is one of the uh, part owners of the. Golden State Warriors so he he was ejected from the game and then later uh, the NBA issued a statement in which he's been fined 500k and he's banned from NBA games for the next year
1: I don't have a problem so, with the fine but I have a problem with him being banned
0: for a year I would say the, the problem I would have with that was Let's look at who else has been banned for interacting with players and stuff like that, and the, like fans that have been ejected. They've been ejected for life and stuff like that. And we've heard, we've seen that some fans have been ejected for life for yeah, just a I minor. Mean, yeah, we just talked about. Yeah, we just talked
1: about the 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 Russell Westbrook situation.
0: Right? Isn't that that guy? He can't. He can't go to the Utah Utah game. No, he Jackson, can't go you know. to none. He can't go to the facility at all. So why? So yeah, and it's funny because we, you know, you can't say anything about race on this. This is definitely a class uh, situation where it's just like, oh, he's the owner, we'll give him leeway. Versus, oh, it's just some random fan.
1: No, don't he get gone. me wrong. I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm with you with the the transparency of them doing the discipline. I have a problem with him being banned for a year. He's an owner. I don't think he should be banned from the facility. I don't think he need to be nowhere near the court. In any game, as an owner, your ass need to be up at the in, in the skybox watching every game. Now that you should that should be a ban for life. He should be up there no matter what. He cannot come down to watch any games. That I that's how I take it. But um, I, Bills, what are your thoughts?
2: Um, a couple things. First off, shout out to Kyle Lowry for having the composure to not slap the piss out of that fucking clown because I know for a fact I would have. Um, probably would have laid him out. Uh, there's no reason why you should be laying your hands on any type of performer at any type of, and, and and y'all know how I feel about this being a performer myself. I just, it, it, it really pisses me off that nobody has any business touching any type of performer in any form. And the fact that he's an owner and knew that and still did it just shows the arrogance and privilege that these idiots think they have. And I think it should have been a lifetime ban. I don't think it was enough. I don't think one year is enough. I think he should be banned for life. I think they should force him to sell his share of the team because it it, they have to make a statement with this. This is ridiculous. It'd be one thing if it was. I
1: do agree with that with him. He should be held to a higher standard. Yeah, it'd
2: be one thing if it was a regular fan. Maybe they just feeling themselves. They've never sat front row. They get excited, whatever. But he's an owner. He should be held to a higher standard, and the fact. Like I said, that Kyle Lowry didn't lay him out. I think he should be commended for that because we've seen uh, we've seen fans do less, and you know they've been shoved. You know, Marcus Smart had a situation when he went into the crowd, and obviously he was called some type of uh, you know racial name. Um, This person, this idiot, was actually confirmed. He said, "Go fuck yourself," several times to Kyle Lowry. "Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself." Just ridiculous. Uh, he wasn't touched throughout that entire situation. Kyle Lowry didn't slam into him going after a loose ball. So he had no business putting his hand on him. And I'm just really tired of these people who live behind this invisible wall of fucking protection. Because, it, it you know, okay, fine. He's banned from NBA games. Why
1: I'll start asking, is, is this an episode of white privilege? I, I don't, I don't believe so.
2: I think it is. I don't think so, I think this is I, I think this is a situation of hey think, let's throw let's throw penis at the fucking elephant at the no, I, at the, I the think, circus. I think, I think this is an episode of
1: of a privilege, but I'm not gonna say white because the I white guy who privileged. got banned from the Utah jazz situation he was white let me I ask think, a question I think, I think, this, no, I think th- this
0: I think think. I think what I said earlier was more appropriate, I think it's more of like. Uh, status level. Yeah, that's a question. I think it's on that level. Like that. That's but where he seemed like he got the leeway in the punishment versus a random fan. So,
2: so let me ask you a question, though. If that's Joe Ingles, does he do that? <sighs> say
0: that again? I don't know.
2: If that's Joe Ingles, I, does I he do that? I don't
0: know. Because it, I'm like, oh. I, I would. I don't want to turn this into something that, that it could be, but. That's clearly not what. To me, that's what clearly is not going on. So I'm not even. I don't think that's the major.
2: I'm not saying that's the overwhelming situation here. I just think that if that's Joe Ingles, he didn't do that.
1: Hold tight. Hold tight. Chris Thomas about to go back to work. He's a loyal watcher, listener. He's going back to work. He leaves us with a comment. What's the better game, Joe Montana football or IMV
0: football? <laughs> I can't compare imaginary <laughs> football games. Well, one of them de- did come out, so uh, <laughs> I've had to go hey, with the game that is out.
2: Man, you know what? You know what? I'll, I'll take IMV. I can imagine how good it would be instead of actually uh, knowing how fucking <laughs> bad Joe I Montana what did.
0: It's funny. I saw. I, saw, I, heard, I heard what you did there, Bob Money. Did. What's I going imagine. on, baby? Yeah. Coming in.
1: <laughs> No, but uh, seriously, I I don't like I said. I think like like DJ said. I think this is a part a situation where it's a status privilege because he's an owner. It's kind of like the backward situation with um the the Colts um owner when he got caught all those drugs and all that money in the DUI. Like if that was a player, that player would have been in serious trouble in the NFL. But since he was an mm-hmm. owner, you know, uh, Jim Ursay, you know, they gave him a five hundred thousand dollar. Which seemed that that sounded like that. To, like the powerful owners, right? They gave Pretty him a $500,000 fine and they told him he couldn't come to eight games or something like that.
0: I get like t- y'all oh, from. And and then also another thing, since we are talking about the NBA, maybe we need to calm it down about the use of the word owner. Oh, here we go. <laughs> well,
2: we're not even entertaining that shit.
0: But no, I mean, as far as, I
2: just I just look at the fact that it seems like every time the situation happens with a black player. I've ne- I've seen plenty of white players dive in the crowd. I've never seen this happen. I've seen plenty of uh, plenty of white players heckled. It's never been to this extent. Kyle Corver talked about it. So I just it's it's impossible for me to look at this and not just say, well, it's just like I said, another example of let's well, throw peanuts at the fucking elephant at the circus. And you're here to perform for me, and I can do whatever the fuck I want. And that's not how it goes.
1: Well, I mean, from that aspect' cause now you're looking at it from a different perspective, yeah that i, I, I totally understand what you're saying. I think me and d j was just talking about from the punishment of the owner, but you're talking about what the oh, owner punishment, did to, yeah, no you're talking yeah. about what the owner did to Kyle Lowry. yeah yeah no i I'm totally
0: with you on that, yeah okay, okay, no, that's what I was looking at it too. I was looking at it the same way bills was, Shut I just out. didn't want to entertain him because
2: I don't think he shoves Joe you know, Angle's... Or Kyle Corver or JJ Reddick or anybody like that. I just don't see it happening. I've never seen it happen before. Like I said, I've seen them go into plenty of crowds, dive into crowds, playoff atmosphere, the works, and you always see Russell Westbrook end up in Utah and the shit happens to him. That's all I'm saying.
1: Before we go into these NFL mini camps, or do we to talk about the fan uh poll? You you really want to talk about Beyonce?
2: No, well, uh, <laughs> all, all I'll say is this is all I will say about this whole. And let me just prime y'all on this Beyonce situation. It's gonna be real quick. I don't really have much to say. About
0: not even that. a situation. Baby. It's not. Oh, I mean,
1: you know. I gotta, hey, hey, listen, I gotta watch what I say, man. My wife loves Beyonce. You I gotta sleep in that in that bed tonight, man. Oh, so, your
0: wife's part of the Beehive. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh yes. boy.
2: Yeah. All right. So basically. Basically, the um, the majority owner of the Golden State Warriors and his wife were sitting courtside with Beyonce and Jay-Z. Oh, so, as the story goes, um, the owner's wife was basically asking Jay-Z, and if you can picture this, is basically from right to left, it's Jay-Z, Beyonce, the owner's wife, and the owner. So the owner's wife was getting up to get them drinks. Beyonce said she wanted water. She asked Jay-Z what he wanted. He asked for a specific drink. She didn't really hear exactly how he wanted the drink, so she leaned over and continued you know, the conversation to ask, what kind of drink do you want? How do you want it? But everybody was looking at, oh, look at Beyonce's face that she made. I didn't think it was anything out of the ordinary. She just made a face like she was concentrating on the game, and maybe she just felt distracted. I don't think it had anything to do with the woman hate, uh, you know, hitting on Jay-Z. So these clown ass beyonce fans oh, go to Twitter and basically, Um, All type of death threats towards this woman for no fucking reason. Listen, just just absolutely ridiculous.
1: Now, my my wife don't go that far, but she she loves, loves Beyonce. But do
2: you want to know why your wife doesn't go that far? Because she actually has something going for her in her life. She doesn't live vicariously through Beyonce. But these people are nuts. Beyonce fans, Cardi B fans.
1: Uh, Nicki Minaj fans. What's that? Ariana girl? Grande. Ariana fans. Grande fans. I mean, these people are nuts. You leave, stay away from that shit. Like
2: losers. Yeah, when
1: I mean, you, you, whenever it comes to them, stay away from that. Why I, I don't want to touch it because it's just it's ridiculous. But
2: That's, overall, what I'll say about it is, people live behind this. Like I said, invisible wall of fucking security where in this generation, you can say whatever you want, even if you're not qualified to talk about it, you can send death threats to people behind this invisible wall because, you know, you don't live in a glass house. You can just have an egg account on Twitter and send death threats to people. It's fucking ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I said it on Twitter and I don't care if anybody agrees with me or not. I think they should all be lined up on a cliff and shoved off one at a time. (laughs) <laughs> Damn! I don't if, anyway. if you send death threats to somebody, like, 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 what kind of loser are you? Oh my God! You were asking Jay Z what kind of drink he wanted at the game, and Beyonce felt some type of way about it. So I'm gonna go on with my key, my keyboard guns, and you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you know virtual fucking gunshots. I mean, give me a fucking break. Go back. Back to your microwave macaroni and cheese in your mother's basement and fucking clean your shirt off the crumbs on your fucking shirt give me a break now let's get into
1: this poll real quick
2: before we get in nfl wait, wait, before
0: you get into this poll newsflash our truth 10 Jinder Mahal oh on the airplane <laughs> to win back his WWE 24 champ, 24-7 championship. So I just
1: wanted to throw that in there. Yeah, I saw that. Y'all going to have to school Boy. me on this 24-7 championship. This is my first time I ever heard
2: about it. Basically, it's the hardcore championship, except okay, okay, it's, okay. it's not hardcore matches going on. It's just a championship that has to be defended 24-7, and they're basically using this as a tool to waste segments. and oh, so People just run
1: up on people and just yep. pin them and they win uh-huh. the championship. Yeah, yep. yo, yep. yeah. Listen, That's basically what's I, going yo, on. Yo, yo, I would want to see that shit because I, I, I ain't gonna lie. Like you said, he pinned him in a in a in an in airport or something like that.
0: But well, our well, truth originally lost it on the tarmac, <laughs> and uh, Jenny Mahal had snuck up from behind for referee uh was a roll up pin from behind the <laughs> referee counted three. He took the title off our two and ran into the uh and ran onto the steps and into the uh aircraft. No, yeah. hold on. Then,
2: <laughs> hold on. Yo, but, 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 but you gotta I tell him know,
0: what I happened before yo, this. Goal, I, yeah, I didn't know
1: this was a thing. Like so you no. can just go get a referee. No, this- you just go get a referee and just pin somebody real quick and you're nah,
2: Hold on. Let me tell you what happened. Hold on. Let me tell you what happened on Monday that was just the biggest insult to anybody's intelligence ever in the history of life. So there oh, was a yeah. match going on and R-Truth. Who was it? R-Truth and somebody, uh, Elias, I want to say? Yeah, it was Elias. Okay. It so Elias. so they're having some type of match. Mind you, it's a 24-7 championship. Yeah, it's a, it's a 24-7 championship. They're not supposed to be scheduled matches. But because Shane McMahon is some type of authority figure, he basically makes it a, a match, an actual match, an organized match, a fucking lumberjack match, right? So of course R-Truth loses. So then all the lumberjacks get in the ring, because obviously they're ready to attack to attack Eli- Elias because they want the belt, right? Yeah, i never heard of no So shit. it's crazy. So Elias sneaks out, right? So he sneaks out of the ring, he's crawling, all of a sudden he finds R Truth. Yeah, so so he's like sneaking out of the back door or whatever, he got away. All of a sudden he sees our truth. They both crawl under the ring. Now, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen what? in my life. <laughs> no, hold no, hold on. So they climb under ring, the, so they crawl under the ring, right? So basically, you're to assume they're fighting or they're whatever under the ring. Tell me why. The fucking bell rings when a pinfall happens under the ring. Now, how do you know a pinfall <laughs> is happening under the Ew. ring when he's under the
1: ring? Yo, I, yo, I need to start watching this. shit. This no, is you funny. do not. No,
2: you do not. No, you do not. You do not. I, need yo, I, yo, I, just,
1: find, then, I just find the concept funny that's just well, the
0: concept they, is showed the they showed the footage from underneath the ring oh of what happened. god i was just like really? like, <laughs> like and here's the thing i wouldn't have an issue with it if everybody wasn't
2: chasing him at one time those segments where everybody's chasing him is what gets me it's like just have different people like find him you know just random places right they should do another fight in the supermarket just shit like that don't have everybody chasing after him like a crown card crown card just let out or something I mean it's just it's no, it's it's that shit hokey That's funny
1: man I never heard no shit like that See I I I've been away from wrestling for too long
2: And the belts ugly as hell too
1: I Can imagine yeah. the hardcore belt up was ugly as shit.
2: I fuck with the hardcore belt though, it actually looked like was. But no, like the design of it, yeah, they tried it to make clean to be, and it's just ugly. Yeah, supposed yeah. to be, yeah, the
1: hardcore belt is supposed to be ugly for a reason. I mean, I get that, right? Um, before I get to the poll, I'm gonna go ahead and jump into the NFL mini camp stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff's been going on. Um, because I we'll we we'll touch the poll later on. Um, at the end of the podcast, anything sticks out to you guys or what y'all have seen so far, DJ. I know you've been talking about your redskins. Um, I want to talk about my <laughs> Falcons. Um, Bills, you can let us know what's going on with your uh Patriots. Anything else that sticks out in the NFL. I know somebody in the chat want to talk about the 49ers. I'm actually interested in talking about them because they could be a dangerous team. Um DJ, you can go first because I know you were talking about your uh
0: your Redskins earlier this week. Well, yeah, talking about the Redskins, but it's not really it's not really the team I was focused on. I was focused on them hoes. Were, they over. They call themselves Redskins fans that want to like nibble on the first bit of information and and assume that Trent Williams because this right now in the current situation Trent Williams is not at minicamp. Uh, it looks like he wasn't expected to be there in the first place. So that's that's the first thing that folks are tripping off of that they that they've completely missed. Nobody was expecting him to be there first of all but this latest thing that cuz the the main thing he's holding out he wants to start or renew his contract uh, which expires in 2020 so he's looking to extend it they haven't said whatever the terms could be but um so everybody jumped on that at first then what comes out later is that he's has a, he has an issue with the Redskins med- medical staff uh, handling his uh, his medical scare. Now, the medical scare was the fact that he had a growth, a non-cancerous tumor or whatever, removed from his head.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I understand his issue. We're not supposed to know all that because that's non-football related. That's something that, you know, the it team was- should have squashed. or the, It seemed like it was leaked. Like the because it was the team medical staff that leaked this information. It, it seemed like to me, mm-hmm. and Trent Williams is at a trade me or release me type situation. That's what is being reported. For all I know, Trent Williams will will be at tra- at training camp because it was expected. When he had the surgery done to get the growth removed, that he wasn't even going to be ready for minicamp, that they were expecting him to be ready by training camp, and that was it. I don't know why this story is carrying so many legs, but it's because of these whole ass Redskins fans <laughs> that sit there and like, especially when we jumped on the first topic of his contract, his value is worth. And certain people, Hollywood sports, wanted to oh, sit Lord there no. and say he should finish <laughs> his contract and think about the team. I'm just like, dude, do you not understand how people operate a business when they know they're about to, at the end of their contract? And they and in this case, Trent Williams has one big payday. NYK pointed this out? He has one big payday left. I think Trent can go five more years he wants to get started on early they've been they've been in talks for quite some time i don't think people understood that uh the fact that they hear about this and they're like oh my god he's being selfish no the team and him have been talking about this possible extension renewal for quite some time they probably hit a snag in negotiations so there's leverage there's non-leverage there's what the Redskins do is add drama to it and knowing that Redskins fans will eat it and gobble it all up like little munchies. So all I know, I think 20- everything,
1: I think everything else on the back end looking pretty good on your team so far. I mean, wild
2: star forced it. He said Redskins two and 14 is here.
1: But what I've seen, it look like, every, it, you know, it looks like y'all have a lot of positive strides
0: going your way outside of this holdout situation. See, and that and that and that's the and that's the thing. That's why I don't like these whole ass Redskins fans because they jumped all over that. Not to me, it's a non issue. Trent Williams will be ready for training camp. That's what they that's what the team expected from the very beginning, but if people want to act like they oh he's not he's being selfish, he's finished the contract, whatever the case may be. But you got that squad, you know, things are coming together. Uh we know that Alex Smith is not gonna be there, but our young Q, uh, let's see, our young QB.
1: I think uh, I think I think Haskins, half, I think it's gonna be starting. he's looking pretty good. Yeah, I saying. He looks good. he looks really
0: good. Uh, I I agree. My only question mark is 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 the receiving core. And so far, it seems like everything's just in it's just in process. It's just in progress as far as you know what we're looking at, looking like at our receiving core. I think our defensive line is good. I think our linebackers. A linebackers took a hit for Reuben Foster, uh, going mm-hmm. down for the season. Um, All right. But other than that, uh I think people question Norman's ability, but I think our defensive backs are pretty good. So I think
1: Norman's I, gonna I, be I, fine. I mean, Norman's he he he's gonna be fine. He's a he's a pretty solid. He's not the shutdown that they thought he was when he was leaving Carolina, but he he's a pretty solid DB.
0: But do I expect him to really do anything? It's too early. Yeah, I can agree. It's too early to really tell. Well,
1: what what about your any news on your Patriots bills?
2: Well, we saw Jamie Collins back, which I find hilarious because it just furthers my yeah. point that the Patriots only pay people when they feel like paying people. That's they, a, they, I, they really, I didn't
1: even know that. That's Yeah, a, they,
2: they they what did they do? They traded him to the Browns, and here he mm-hmm. comes back to. Fucking Patriots, just funny to me. Um, other than that, I like this Harris kid. I watched them a lot at Alabama, and I'm mm-hmm. thinking that him and Sony are going to be a really good one-two punch in the backfield. You yeah. might actually see potentially a thousand-yard rusher and about a four hundred or five hundred-yard rusher. Um, also, Nikhil Harry's looking pretty good in training camp so far. So I think. I
1: Personally, I think Harris should be your back to run the ball, and Sonny Michelle should be the guy to come out of the backfield to catch the ball, because Sonny Michel is he's better at catching the ball in space.
2: I would feel you on that if he didn't prove that he has hands of fucking stone last year. Yeah, what happened
1: there? Because in college, I, he caught
2: everything. I have no fucking idea. Yeah, I, was
1: running, I noticed that, because in college, he caught everything. I mean, that's but, um, basically what they used him for. Gurley was the running back, and he was the guy that caught the ball in the backfield. Yeah, yeah I don't...
2: I don't – I honestly don't know. I mean, <laughs> no, I just – No, it wasn't
1: Gurley. It was Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Yeah, Nick, Nick
2: Chubb was. But I, I like I like the running game. I, you know, Tom's getting up there in age. He only has a couple of years left. We definitely need to build a foundation for the future as far as the run game. I think we've done that. Uh, Isaiah Wynn is recovering from the torn Achilles so he's going to be integrated a bit, you know, slow. Um, overall, not really too much to see so far. Um, in other news, Glad – Odell made it to the Browns mandatory. Oh,
1: he was, uh, he, he was going to go. I mean, it's like, like, yeah, it's like everybody. Off, you start off with a new team. You're trying yeah. to, you know, you're trying to clean a slate.
2: Yeah, It
1: would have been a disaster if he didn't show up.
2: No, I'm just, I'm just glad that, you know, all the talk was just that talk. You know, everything with Odell Beckham is always magnified and people always blow it up and always not at the fucking, you know, voluntary camp. I mean, okay, like okay, give it a break. So I'm glad he's there, and um, the Browns are looking very dangerous this year on paper, so remains to be seen.
1: Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I mean, they look really good right now. Um, the division is theirs to take. I, I, I still give the nod to the Steelers because of their dominance over the years of that division.
2: They're too busy talking about Antonio Brown. He's still I, I, in their I, head. He, he, know,
1: has, he has rent in their head. He's just in their rent-free. You're right. I know. I know. You're right. But I still give them the edge, and I and I wouldn't sleep on the Ravens either. But I definitely think that you know Cleveland is right behind the Steelers, and uh, I, I I won't say, I won't I won't be surprised they take it easily. Um, as far as my Falcons go, nothing's been going on. Um, Vic Beasley decided to not go to um, to uh, voluntary uh, minicamp, but he he's going he's going to be at mandatory minicamp, which I don't care. They try to make a big deal out of it in the radio stations in Atlanta which personally they signed him to a, the for the extension of his the fifth year option which i think that was kind of ludicrous because outside of that 15 sack gear 2 years ago he hasn't been the same player so maybe they know something we don't maybe they're just buying time until they get another um another pass rusher next year i got um, a I, I honestly the Kaminsky kid that they got from the D2 school Dude's like 6'5", and run a four 4'5". Hmm. I would not be surprised if they even they plug him in later on in the year or next year, and they're just using Vic to actually be a stopgap for this year.
2: I got a it's, question for you though. Oh, go ahead. Um, what do you think the Falcons' run game goes like this year with Devontae Freeman and No having Coleman?
1: Oh, they got um Collison out of Pitt, 6'1", 228, running back. Okay. I think they'll be fine. Um. I don't I don't I I have no um faith in Devontae Freeman, don't get me wrong. I like him. He's just too injury prone. Right. Um Ito, the guy the, the the rookie they got last year, I like him a lot. He's smaller, but he's he seems more durable. Um I think Devontae Freeman would be fine if they limited his carries and don't try to use him like, uh, every down back. I think that's why Collison from Pitt is, is, there, I think his name is Collison or something like that. And he's a big running back. So I, I, I think they'll use him more of the bruising type runner, even though that Devontae Freeman liked to take hits. He just, he, the fact that he liked to take him, that doesn't mean he gets back up. Cause like this whole season, you know, like eight games, he was like out. So, um, Julio Jones is gonna be there for mandatory camp. Everything's gonna be everything's running fine. My Ooh. only big concern is is um uh, Isaiah Oliver. He's the guy who um he's the cornerback that took the place of um Robert Alfred. As you know, Robert Alford went to the Arizona Cardinals. They didn't pick him up. Um they didn't I didn't know,
2: but God, I'm so I I feel bad for him now because he's stuck with fucking boy wonder Kyler Murray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's not go there. But um yeah, they, they
1: didn't pick up the option on him. They let him go and uh Isaiah Oliver's second year cornerback out of car uh is it Washington or Colorado? I can't remember. But he's like six one two twenty. He's a really big defensive back. So I'm I'm kind of sad that it goes for a second year, but that's my only concern. You know, we had a couple of injuries in the in the on our safeties. He said that um Keon O'Neill is fine. I don't know about um our other safety. I like Demonte Casey. Personally, I think that they need to sign him to a long-term contract uh, when his contract is up because he led the league in in interceptions last year and looks like he's not stopping. It looks like he still wants to, you know, solidify his his position on the team. So uh, the outside of the secondary, it looks like everything's fine. I do love the draft picks of two linemen. So uh, we'll see how it goes. I, I think we're still the I think we're the front runners of the division easily.
2: Well, I got some mini camp news. I want everybody's reaction in the chat right now. What oh, do y'all think? Go ahead. What you about to say? Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Just, go ahead. Just, just, I, I got a feeling what you just, about to say. I'm gonna talk about the 49ers, but go ahead. No,
2: no, 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 no. Yeah, we'll do the 49ers after this. I want everybody's reaction in the chat. What do y'all think about the Cardinals saying that Kyler Murray has the same arm talent? As Patrick Mahomes. Please oh, just lord. leave your thoughts in the comment section. Oh lord. I, 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 just, I, just, I just really cliff. I, I,
1: <laughs> cliff Kingsbury set his quarterback up. The fail.
2: Bro, you don't say we haven't even gotten the preseason yet. Can the man make a throw in a game? <laughs>
1: I nobody
2: mean, can, can nobody,
1: see... <laughs> nobody in, in the NFL has an arm like Patrick Mahomes.
2: Can we see Kyler Murray throw the ball away when he's supposed to in, in fucking preseason? Can we see that
1: first? The 49ers, they inked Joe Staley to a two-year deal. They needed that to solidify the line. <laughs> Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman's there. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo coming back, right? Jimmy Garoppolo coming back. You got um, Matt Breda. You got Jared McKinnon coming back. I don't know if um, Wesley Fields is still on the team, but you got Georgia Southern running back, you over there. My second favorite team right now because those guys are just – they're getting the, – I'm going to sound a little biased right now, but oh boy. they 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 got some quality, quality running backs with Tevin Coleman. Yeah, Tevin Coleman's on the back burner right now, but those three <laughs> running backs they got with Breda, McKinnon, and Wesley Fields, they, they all right. You know, they they they're gonna run for all three of them gonna run for 1500 yards this year they they that legit
2: so yeah
1: y'all, y'all can pin that somewhere Fifteen
2: hundred
0: yards
1: though? yeah all three of them 1500 yards go eagles oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um no no but seriously though um when everybody coming back with the 49ers man they can be a threat to the nfc west i mean everybody's talking about dk metcalf over there in seattle but Seattle's don't they, they don't have the defense. I don't think they have the defense to keep up with the 49ers offense with their offensive coordinator slash coach, Garoppolo, the running backs, um to be honest with you the receivers, I don't I don't even know the receivers like that, but I'm pretty sure with um with uh Shanahan there, they're, they're going to do some they're going to do some creative things and, and I'm looking at the rest of the, you know the Rams is there, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised at the 49 to sneak up on a few people because I, I kind of lost faith in the Rams.
2: Yeah, so I looked up an article about this Kyler Murray shit. You have to hear some of this shit because it's honestly, it's hilarious. Okay, so Christian Kirk, who is a receiver on the team, he basically credited this dude for throwing a spiral every time. he Oh, throws
1: man. It. So if I go out there and throw a spiral, I should get he a says, contract. He said,
2: hold on. He says, uh, so he says, um, it says, the year's no different as one big head turning parallel has already been drawn in Arizona where Cardinals players are currently raving about rookie quarterback Kyle Murray's arm. The player Murray reminds them of none other than the Kansas City Signal Caller in the league's reigning MVP. Man, man, little, man, hold man, on, man. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It gets better. He says, you could compare it to that. It's very unique for sure. I've talked about it before. Obviously, everyone knows what he can do with his legs, but what he's able to do with his arm and just the way it comes off of his hand. It's never a duck. It's always a spiral.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I ain't got nothing else to say. (laughs) You're telling me throwing a spiral is, oh, my God. What quarterback in the NFL outside of Nate Peterman.
2: Well, what quarterback outside of NFL can't throw a spiral? All of us have been to football games, right? All of us have been to NFL football games. Right. I have. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm sure you've been to the games early when the quarterbacks are warming up, right? Tell me one pass that wasn't a spiral, even from the third string guy. Right, exactly. Seriously. With like,
1: it. like I said, outside of Nate Peterman, I think everybody in the NFL could throw a spiral that's a quarterback. <laughs>
2: that's like comparing Saquon Barkley last year to Adrian Pearson. You know, it's just the way he runs the ball. Every time he runs through the line, he covers no, it. Like, like, I, I can't believe that. F- I can't
1: yeah. believe that this running back could cover the ball while he's running between the tackles. Right. Oh, my Oh, oh my, my God. God.
2: It's, it, it's like he takes his right arm, right? And put it and right over the, the left and arm. And when the ball is in his left arm, he does this thing where he covers it. I know. And then he decides to spin. Jesus. Oh Christ. my God. The
1: spin move. And then this
2: thing where he runs where he like puts one foot in front of the other, it's fucking amazing. I Oh never man. Seen yo, did you hear about the, the 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 twitch move when he when he when he goes
1: around the other quarter go around his tackles and he cuts on one one cut and he's all and he's
2: gone. Like, Have you that's, heard about that, that? like that's the territory we're getting into now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like that's the minimum requirement for a comparison to Patrick Mahomes. Seriously, kid. Like, oh, my God, the back cut. What, what are we doing? <laughs> well, anyway, but uh, at the end
1: of the day, man, I think the 49ers. Oh, man. I, it depends on what the Rams do because the Rams still have a loaded team. You know, but that you never know. They're in the same division. You never know what might happen. There's a projection
2: I, for the 49ers. They're going to sweep the Cardinals in the season series. Yo, I think everybody's going to sweep the Cardinals. Yeah,
1: the, hell, the St. Thomas team will sweep
2: the Cardinals. These this dudes are going to go 2-14 and 14 this year. Now, you want a team that's going to go 2-14? and 14. Wildstar. I got one for you. Fucking Arizona <laughs> Cardinals going to go 2-14. Yo, speaking
1: of Star, look at, the, look at the, the quote he put it. He'll be throwing spars in the back of his lineman's head. Oh, all yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right,
2: yeah, he's like he's like five. He's not right. five ten. He's five. Oh my god, If we find out he's five ten. We have to take him first overall. But give me a break. I'm about to say I'm taller than that dude. He's right not five ten, and he's not a tall five ten. He, I mean, he's not a short five ten either way. to Say it. he's not a tall five nine either.
1: Oh my god, the one
2: cut. God winds up that throw. He pats the ball before he throws it. So it's like, seriously, the like the minimum requirement for praise these days is like, it's utterly ridiculous. Doug Thomas says hey, Rams and 49ers. I agree. I can agree with that. Uh, who, who else, who else is in the division?
1: Seahawks? You got Rams, Ram, Seahawks, 49ers, and Cardinals.
2: Yeah, the Seahawks are done.
1: Yeah, that's it. women like, may
2: never play football again. Their defense
1: is not good enough to keep up yeah. with the 49ers. If the 49ers oh. are healthy, I don't see them... I don't see them keeping up with the with the 49ers.
2: One thing you brought up before with the AFC North, if Earl Thomas can play anywhere close to his old self, I think they might make some noise in that division. Earl, you got, Earl you Earl got a whole offseason right? of Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Ravens. that's what
1: i was saying. I was like, with the Browns, I still – the Steelers, I don't think they'll win the division. i just give them the edge because they've been there all the time and for some reason the, the, the Ravens tend to lay an egg when it means the most. And the Browns are the Browns. They're just getting together. So I give them the edge with the Browns right behind them, but don't sleep
2: on the Ravens. I agree. Chris, that's what I'm saying, bro. He's like 5'6". He's not 5'10". That's yeah. like calling Allen Iverson six feet. Right. <laughs> Actually, that'd probably be closer to a real projection, calling Allen Iverson well, six compared
1: feet. Well, yeah, compared to Kyler Murray, um, yeah.
2: Seahawks needing the O-line. Yeah, they've had that issue for a couple of years now.
1: Yeah, and they got rid of their best pass rusher, too. They did you're right? Yeah, uh, any anything else? I mean, the Cardinals, not the Cardinals, but the Dolphins are are looking at Fitzpatrick right now over Rosen. Uh, I'll say, yeah, until like week three. Um, <laughs> I mean, hey, he's gonna give you three good games. By week four, you're gonna be like, "What the hell? Why is Fitzpatrick
2: here?" Watch you know, out for the Jets this year. Yeah, they got, they got a defense that's getting stronger. They have a defensive coach. Yeah, the Jets They good. they have Le'Veon Bell, who's definitely, definitely
0: in jerseys. Bell.
1: Man. Hey man, no man, all
0: right, are hot, man, man,
1: don't
0: man, yeah, man. You, know, start straight, man. So he said, all Alan he with you. <laughs> what?" Hey, all right, Alan, he, he said,
1: "Alvin
2: Officer."
1: He said, "Alvin Officer <laughs> <He laughs> <said laughs> was 6'1 and in NBA two K 4 Up, that doesn't two K, <laughs> since two K said it is gospel.
2: Hey, let me tell you, let me tell you something. You ask a lot of these females out here, an inch matters, and that's one inch that motherfucker don't have. Hey,
1: you let some people in the sim community say oh, what 2K
2: says
0: is gospel.
1: Oh, so if 6-1 oh, 2K oh, basketball,
0: it's it's Well, that's truth. an inch more that goes in their, their mouth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: great. That, no, that, God, that's that got go sh- to go on a shirt. That's got to go on a shirt. We don't that that even was, have to that that search was, for that, that, that. We don't got to search for that quote, DJ. No, that's, not that's, at all. that's going on a shirt. <laughs> No any,
1: any any other team that 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 you have any interest in as far as the mini camp? Um I I am I am kind of interested in the Jets and the Dolphins. Actually that division is probably looking pretty decent now. Um even with the Bills uh that that Yeah, it, I
2: like to see I like to see Allen's second year of maturation. It's going to be interesting to see cuz he has a lot of talent, man. Yeah. He has a lot of talent. I don't see
1: that. I don't. I, I see Eli getting benched in the middle of the year.
2: Well, see, his other thing with Bills is, you know, I'm also hearing that they're thinking about waving Shady. So that's going to be yeah. Int- I, but yeah, I've heard. I heard that was
1: a possibility a long time ago.
2: That's what I'm saying. So it's kind of interesting. Like I, I think they're in a rebuild situation. They have Frank Gore there, which I don't really even get. Frank that. Gore
1: might have one, maybe two more years left. Well, he
2: can still play, but why is he there? Why is he like? I don't know. I mean, veteran presence, I'm guessing. Yeah,
1: that, but I mean, Frank Gore is that kind of running back that he's so good that you don't want to limit him to, like, certain carries because he's going to be there. Right. So he's at least, like, reliable, but you don't want to be relying on him because of his age.
2: Doug Thomas gave another good one, to the Bucks. They just signed the Dominican Sue. Yeah, so they got the, the Dominican
1: Sioux. My problem with the Bucks is their quarterback. I yeah. do not trust Jameis Winston.
2: Oh! Staying in the division, what do y'all think about Gerald McCoy signing to the Panthers? That's a good signing. That's a good signing, but I, th- that team got other problems, though. Yeah, who the hell are they gonna throw the ball to? <laughs>
1: and I mean, not, I mean, not only, I mean, not only that, it's just, I low key believe that there's something going on with Cam Newton. Nobody's talking about the dude hasn't. The dude has not thrown the ball all year. They they drafted the guy from
2: West Virginia. Something isn't right with him. Well, I got a question. I got a question on um, DJ. Uh, both of y'all can answer, but I'll let DJ go first. Do you think this is a hot seat year for Ron Rivera?
1: Yes. Oh, my bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my bad. It's like, my answer. I'm like, <laughs> my bad, my bad. hey, it's my
1: bad. You've division,
0: been there man. long enough, and 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 I know they were in the Super Bowl a few years ago, and I was few really years haven't sniffed it since so it it's one of those things where you either do it now or it be gone because think about this um
2: you know you talk about the year they were in the super bowl right but like if you look at all the years surrounding that whether it's after or before he didn't really do much and that's in a wide open division annually you know what i'm saying so i i i would think that it should be it, it, he should have been on a hot seat i mean look at mike mccarthy he got fired Rightfully so. And they were – yeah, but they were in the playoffs basically every year. I get Ron that, Rivera –
1: the problem, the, problem, the problem with Mike McCarthy, and don't get me wrong, Ron Rivera just hasn't been – it's a win-loss thing with them. Uh-huh. Mike McCarthy literally been running plays that work with certain personnel That's true. with personnel that did it didn't work with. Like when Jordy Nelson was gone, he tried to run the same stuff – that was built for Aaron Rodgers, Jordy Nelson, and you wonder why they didn't have success. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? I mean, <clears> you're trying to run running. You're trying to run running plays with a a receiver that's supposed to be a receiver, not a running back. But I got think number, just based on he has, on, run, he has number on, 88 on for, for for God's sake.
2: Yeah, but I think just based on underperforming alone, Ron Rivera should have been a hot. No, no, I agree. I agree. That's Ron what I'm saying. Say, it's more of a
1: it's more of a win
2: loss thing instead of just
1: blatantly using. Your personnel wrong, but um, Doug Thomas says he wants to see how Arian's going to handle Winston. That's going to be interesting. Um, but I, I just don't Short think Leach, that's what it's gonna I, be. I, I just don't think that I don't think Winston has the talent to be an NFL quarterback. Did they draft a quarterback this year? No, they didn't, they should have. Carolina's four and twelve. They sh- they sit in riverboat Ron Let yeah. me tell you
2: If they go four and twelve, Cam Newton can never hit the end of it, and and, and very definitely gone.
1: I, I'm telling. You, I think it's something wrong with Cam Newton. He, I think he, he has
2: nobody to throw to.
1: He and had think, But He had a soldier. He, I'm a soldier. He had a shoulder problem. <laughs> <laughs> he had a shoulder problem at the, at the end of the year, like yeah. the last three or four games, and he hasn't thrown a football since. And right behind that, you draft a quarterback in the second round. Something's up in Carolina. I feel Something bad. isn't right.
2: I feel bad for Christian McCaffrey.
1: Yeah, because they're about to misuse him again this year.
2: I was hoping for some. I, I was hoping we somehow traded up and got him on the Patriots. Should have been beautiful.
1: Yeah, they're they're gonna misuse him. It's gonna suck. Yeah, DJ. Moore DJ on. Right. F- DJ Moore Not not not. DJ is Right, but he's definitely not a number one.
2: Right. Absolutely not. Like, right. come on. Like, fucking Devin Funches is his number one. Yeah, we're not even go there with him. He we got really? rocks for hands, even in Madden.
1: <laughs>
2: right.
1: I don't know anything. Any other team? No,
2: that's, that's about it. I heard. I heard oh yeah, somebody
1: did say something about the
2: Raiders.
0: Yeah, uh, who cares about the Raiders? <laughs> somebody,
1: somebody um, yeah, yeah, somebody in the chat said something about the Raiders.
0: Um, they, no, I think that was when it was like, oh, I hope Doug Thomas. Yeah, I think it was in addition to saying that the residents hope they go like two and fourteen, so Jay Gruden gets fired, and then John can hire him as a coordinator. I think that was
2: the no, no,
0: was it would thing. no. Well, it, Doug
1: Thomas, Thomas said my Raiders. Yeah, he said my Raiders. Yeah, um,
0: your I don't know. Raiders said, should be on hard
1: think?
2: knocks. He said, That's
1: "How do you think Derek Carr is
2: going to do this year?" Um. Uh, got right now, to, like I mean he got some receivers
1: guys. Mm. One thing about it, he has receivers, and, and Derek Carr's not a bad quarterback. It just depends on what John Gruden does with him.
2: Well, I'll tell you this, he ain't gonna go far with Doug Martin as a starting running back. Oh, yeah, no,
1: no, no, no. Hold on, didn't they draft somebody else?
2: They have, back? I know March is not
0: coming back.
1: No, who I thought they no,
0: somebody got hurt.
1: Him. I he thought they
0: Doug Martin is. I thought they drafted like somebody the else. Starting. They might have. I know. You say Derek Carr will cry again? What is that about? <laughs> and that would be – oh.
2: <laughs> when does Derek Carr cry? It, uh-huh. Yeah, does it.
1: Jacob's from Alabama. He, The other guy from – The other running back from Alabama. They drafted a running back.
2: so He's pretty good, but I don't think he should have came out last year. He was a junior, wasn't he? He could have stayed. Hmm. He could have stayed. But, yeah. Hey, listen,
1: you got that hype for you and –
2: the, the Raiders there. still don't got no defense, do they? No. I was like, I don't of know. Mac I mean, T- how's that cool Mack trade coming?
1: I mean, they're playing with uh, the Chiefs, Broncos, and and yeah, they're they're probably gonna be number three, man.
2: I just want to know how the cool Mack trade's coming for the people that. Are like, it was a
1: great trade. He's smart.
2: Yeah, yeah I, real, I I, real, I real think I think, Raiders, I think the
1: Raiders, I think Raiders gonna be number three in the division, man.
2: Maybe two. Who's in the division? Denver Denver Chiefs in the, in, in, the, in the Chargers. Yeah, they're gonna be fourth.
1: Yeah, they could they could be fourth. I, I, I can I could believe that. I don't,
2: I don't see him being big. I'm trying, I'm trying to be generous. I'm trying to be generous.
1: I'm trying to be generous and give them third, but it's hard though.
2: Oh yo, we talked about the 49ers. We even talked about that fucking bigot uh Nick Bosa. I don't I have no I have no I have, that, yeah, that, that, No no on I the field. It, what do you think is uh, what do you think he's uh, gonna do this
0: year? I think
1: he's I think he will be no. fine. I, I think he'd be all right. I don't say I don't care. Yeah, I, don't, I, I mean, yeah. Me, and, me and DJ talked about it like right before you came in one day. We was like, <clears> we don't care about his political affiliation, and it, like, basically, we don't even care about the player personally. He yeah, I, I wasn't hyped on him in college, but I think he'd be all right. I don't think he's gonna be as good as his brother.
2: Denver isn't that good. Yeah, he'll definitely be third. Don't yeah, sleep. Denver, don't
1: Denver. sleep on, hey, hey, don't don't sleep on Flacco, man. I'm not saying Denver's gonna be good. I'm, no, dead, I'm dead serious. Sleep on I'm dead serious, man. I'm dead. serious, man. I'm dead serious. Day, I I, I don't day. think I don't think He's Denver's gonna be that good.
0: He's gonna I don't be exposed th- in Denver. I don't think I don't think,
1: Denver, I don't think Denver's gonna be that good, but I think Joe Flacco's gonna have a decent year.
2: Oh, the other thing about the Patriots, I'm I'm wondering how Demaryius Thomas is gonna work out here too. I forgot we yeah, that's it, interesting. Him and, him and Kanil Harry's gonna be pretty neat. It's big, man. it's a big target, man. He just needs you know, you to, got more two good
1: of to play Neil Harry's big too. I mean, yeah, you know, Neil yeah. Harry is a,
2: uh, you know, it's pretty good. Flacco ain't shit. No, he is
1: shit. <laughs> going, I think he is. I'm, I'm dead serious, man. I think he's going to, I think it'll be all right, man. Flacco
2: was the start of overpaying quarterbacks cause you don't want him to walk and you down the bite better. Mm-hmm. Flacco did say he won't mentor <clears>
1: Locke. He has no interest and Drew Locke is going to take his job, but I think Flacco's good for one year. No, nah, I'll take that back. I think Flacco's good for about 11 games. <laughs> I think it's good for 11 games. Yeah, it but what, what are they going to be? Fucking one in ten by then. I, I, the, true, true. I don't. I, like I said, I don't think Flacco's going to have a bad year. I just think the team itself is just not going to be. My issue problem.
2: with Flacco is how you underperform and then sit on the sideline with resting bitch face while somebody better comes along and beats you out of your job. That's the thing I can't stand. It's like you didn't play well enough to to keep the job, That's even true. before you got hurt. I mean, come on, man. All right, before we, before we
1: finish this, let's talk about this Carson Wentz deal. Before we go to the, the, the poll, the Carson Wentz deal, four years, 128, 100 million guaranteed. Who wants to go first? Because we, we all – I already know we're all on the same page on this one.
0: Uh, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say this much. It's a very risky, like risky double asterisk sign here on the dotted line. Just in case it doesn't work out, very risky deal. I it's, can agree. It's too risky. Cause
1: we are we already we already talked about his back issue and they say it's healed, but okay. But I, I I, I never trust a back in- injury, yeah. man. I never All trust a right. back injury. I don't care what what Tony doctors Roma. say. Yeah, I don't care what what doctors say. Or just that and the, you don't fuck with your back. You don't mess with stuff
0: like that. Wait, feels, now, what some talk? people. Are- Said they, you do fuck with your back,
2: but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or on your back in some boring bitches case. But anyway, okay. um, <laughs> I see, I see what y'all mind, <laughs> man. Anyway,
0: so, so oh, I'm about Tony Romo, but anyway. Oh God, don't
1: <laughs> go Bills, because that went oh, way left.
0: My God. <laughs> way All left, right. He continued to play with his back, and he fucked it up more. No, nah, you told me how that No, up. because you don't. No, no. no, no, no. Your mind was no, thinking. Bill, my mind Bill, was no, nah, Yours. Bills caught it too.
1: Bills caught it too. That's why Bills not saying that. Just because two two?
0: people assume oh doesn't mean it's true. All right, So remember that.
2: <laughs> my view of it is: I look at it like RG three. He's not going to learn how to slide. He's not going to slow down any. Really, he's not going to. Really, not, and, and, and yeah, I don't. I don't think it, it's not even. It's not even like he's going to get hurt. Like RG three, just. I mean, DJ remembers this. RG three had a hard time looking at a week four game as not the most important game of the season, and it's the motor that you just can't turn off as a football player. And I think Carson Wentz has that motor, and. I, with a quarterback like that, this is, like you said, a heavy risk, man, because I,
1: I, I'm not I'm not cosigning on a that He might not learn how to slide. But
2: no, no, I'm saying it's not it's not the that was just an example. I'm saying the way he plays yeah. is like the yeah. live to fight another day. He doesn't live by that creed. I mean, it's nothing wrong with that, but you have to be an Iron Man to do, do, do to play like that. Yeah, and he doesn't live by that creed, and RG three didn't live by that creed, and unfortunately, we saw what sort of happened. Um, you know, as far as I was concerned with his injury, Carson Wentz, I believe mm-hmm. it's the same way, and Carson Wentz just likes to take on linebackers and truck people, and that's great, but you know, a couple times per year, and that's that's going to be his career because he already has a back injury.
1: There, there's nothing wrong with the quarterback Carson Wentz. I think he's yeah. a high talent. I think if if he didn't have these two injuries, this is a no-brainer. My problem is I'm not even worried about the ACL tear. I mean that that happens. You know the back injury concerns me a lot, and not on top of that, on top of that, other injuries as well because people don't want to talk about this. It. Mostly like Philly fans, and I know Pooh is a Philly fan. A lot of people don't want to talk about the fact that, like he said, and here he looks good at OTAs. Yeah, I know. I mean. We're talking about Carson Wentz. We're not talking about Kyler Murray or whatever. He's going to look good. He's going to be fine. The problem is, is, like, when he start getting hit, you know, or when he had to plant that leg or, you know, when he take too many tackles or, you know, that that's that's the stuff that I'm concerned about. That's so, what I'm saying. It's
2: like people used to say about Brett Favre. It's like, yeah, the dude would be great if we're not worried he's going to fucking get killed every play. Right. You know what I'm saying? is. It was the same thing with, um, what's his name, uh, Ricky Williams. They talked about him taking punishment, and obviously it's a different position, but you just wonder if these guys can last based on their style of play. And Carson Wentz, unless he's going to com- become some crazy pocket passer style-wise, which I don't think he is and I don't think he should, I just don't see that contract um, I don't see it working out for Philly. I hope it does. Carson.
1: I mean, I I I I'm I'm very interested to see yeah. after year 2 of the contract. After the second year going into the 3rd year, where do we stand? I mean, do do Carson Wentz stay healthy the two years and continue to be one of the elite quarterbacks or does he have another injury? Does he have the, does he get nicked here and there, miss a game here, yeah. out for a couple plays there? I, I it's, it's not that I don't have faith in the contract. If you're talking about the quarterback himself, but the baggage that comes behind it of what he's been through, you might want to hold off to the end of the year and see where you're going.
2: It's there. gonna, it's gonna be interesting to see how he handles these, you know, third and fives when he rolls out and it's him and a linebacker at the line in week four, and it's like, well, fuck, just run out of bounds, and here he goes. mean, not only I that,
1: not only that, Bills. It's just sometimes when he just takes a hit for just being a quarterback. Well, yeah, that's this, what... this this is the stuff I'm talking about. It's not that. He he has his moments when he play a little bit reckless, but most of the time this stuff happens when like the last injury, like when he hurt his back, this was just a this was a sack in the pocket. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just that's when that what what, what concerned me because if he's running around and get hurt, stop running, be more, you know, be more conscious of where your surroundings are, be more careful. But when you're getting hit in the pocket like that, or you're just taking a regular sack. you're getting hurt that's the type of stuff that bothers me so when you're looking at 128 and 100 guaranteed it's like i see the four years the four years is smart the money may be smart but you guaranteed this man 100 million dollars you gotta eat that yeah you know what i'm saying and like i don't trust the 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 injuries that he's been through It's like nick Foles bought you all the super bowl and, and he did a phenomenal job if Wentz can stay healthy, he has the talent to do it. But I don't know if it's gonna be, you know, I I just don't know. I don't know. I, I me personally, he's still on the contract. Like I would have waited to the end of the year. Uh, who has a better year, Wentz or Foles? I, well, Wentz easily. I think Wentz easily. I I, I have no faith in nobody yeah, with the Jaguars. Now QD. I would say this: if we're talking about the Jaguars of, from year before. It would have been Foles easily, but that's not the same team he's with now. Man, Nick Foles is a fraud. Yeah, he is. But tell me, am I lying? If you had Nick Foles with that team that went to the AFC Championship, that same team would have came back the following year and played better? Yeah, you would probably say Foles possibly would have had a better year. But the, the, the entire Jacksonville Jaguar team just went back to their old ways for some reason. With all that talent, it just sucks. It's like the uniform just cursed him or
2: something. That, well, no, it was Jalen Ramsey running his goddamn mouth, giving bullet board material for every team that they faced last year.
1: Well, that is true, too. Um, I don't know, man. Anybody, any other team? Carson Wentz, anything, any more extra things you want to talk about with him? No, that's all I got. I, I don't have – That's good. Yeah. It, it's just I, – I don't know, man. It's just – I mean, if you're talking about his talent, I mean, it's, it's almost the same thing like Sam Bradford. We also talk about Sam Bradford. He he has everything you want for a quarterback. He's even he's like the worst injury-prone quarterback I've seen. If he stays upright and play ball, I mean, Sam Bradford's actually decent. Same thing with Carson Wentz. I mean, he's beyond decent if he's healthy. But I don't know. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see. Um, to close the podcast out, I'm gonna um. This may be a lengthy topic or whatever, but we want to share our thoughts on this real quick. Every week, I try to put a poll up to where you guys who listen can actually participate in what we want to talk about. And in this week, I put up a poll to where um, I had four topics. I'm going to take that last one off because there's actually a hockey game out there I didn't know about. But nobody cares about it either way. So the topics were more WNBA exposure, which is actually Somewhat interesting. Got 14% of the vote. Um, game and community growth got 57. That won. Um, 29% was college football playoff ideas, which I'm actually surprised I didn't win. Um, game and community growth. Uh, I don't want to necessarily talk about the sim community per se, but we just talk about gaming communities in general. Me personally, I feel that gaming communities are too caught up in Console wars, the people' favorite games, um, what they feel that is trendy right now. Instead of just talking about gaming in general and how they feel about gaming, not not the the game itself, but even when you do bring that game into play, most people aren't even talking about the games. They're talking about the specs behind the game. Oh, this game's in four K. This game from in... nobody's talking about actual playing games. And I think that's that what will help the growth of a community is of a bunch of toxic people trying to shout their fanboyism all over the place. So um I think it just needs to go back to the roots of people actually playing games and sharing their thoughts and their experience on the games they play.
0: Um what 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 are your thoughts DJ? I think I'm like for one gaming being in the mainstream was actually a great step in the first place. Because remember, it was one of those things where people would just, you know, gaming in general, no one would talk about because they would fear how people would look at them and stuff like that. And now it has gotten to the point where people are not really talking about games. They are being corporate slaves to corporations, That don't pay them any money just to advertise a console of their choice. And like when you look on YouTube, not necessarily Twitch, but YouTube and Twitter, you'll see like console wars. You'll see people like just chastise people um, about their game of choice. You even see real life uh, issues. Are now into gaming, like you have your SJWs, you have your your PC culture that's now invading. Oh uh, God, let's gaming. not even talk.
1: Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Right, that's another part, and they and they think that side of gaming, it expands it because people need to feel like they're involved. You don't have to bring your SJW stuff into gaming to to expand it. Gaming should be a neutral site where everybody be like, Look, we're here. The game, I don't care about your color, your creed, your sex. We don't care about none of that. I don't care if you like Xbox, I don't care if you like Atari, I don't care if you like Nintendo. Look, I play this game. He's these are my thoughts. You may disagree or whatever. Tell me why you disagree and keep moving. People don't even do that no more.
0: Yeah, so so that's that's if, as far as the gaming community. Like you hear about, like again, you hear about the console wars, but then it's now it's more about inclusion. It's all about stuff like that, which can be good if it long as it fit. Like, let's say, like what was a game that really uh was people were? Oh, it was this 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 little known game called the. I think it's called the Deliverance or whatever. Um, Right. And it featured a medieval times, and it was made by a company out of Norway. In this, and it was basically a medieval simulator that you saw all white people, mostly white males, you know, females in their like pictured gender roles and stuff like that. And one I think a couple of people had an issue with the game. I was like, oh, why aren't there such and such? Why I'm just like, do you realize what type of game that it's you know, artists are expressing themselves and I think the point of that game coming out was the fact that they wanted to showcase a little bit of their historic culture. And that was the point of the game. You got to live out the life of of a person. During medieval times, horrific stuff happened, and you literally had to survive throughout the game. Now they've done other stuff like that, like you know censorship has popped up, uh, right? With uh, let's look at uh Battlefield Five. Oh no, not Battlefield Five. Um, it was actually Battlefield One that they did this in, where they took the. You couldn't have the Nazi symbol in there. right? Even though we were depicting German soldiers and it it all just didn't seem right. I know in some some countries like Wolfenstein they literally... Yeah, they took it all out. They took everything out. They took Hitler out too. Well, Hitler was in the game. It's just that they took that little mustache. They just took it off. But it's like people's sensitivities now are ruining gaming communities so that's why you have like all this happening all at once and people are really rejecting that stuff so
1: i think that's one of the reasons um, why the the communities just can't grow because you have people just turned off it's bad enough they look at us as nerds already now you got this shit going on on top on top of it it doesn't help um bills what are your thoughts
2: um, I just jotted down some notes uh, while y'all were talking, so I didn't really forget what I um, was gonna say. um I mean, basically, the gist of it is I think that the growth of the gaming of the gaming community is a blessing and a curse um, because you know the blessing I guess is that you can have dialogue with folks that are like-minded or even have countering points to you, and you know it doesn't always end in an argument. you can find those people. it's just very hard um. The issue with the game community these days is so much of it is about status. Uh, people feel, you know, some type of way because, oh, I played this many games this year. I've beaten this many games. I've, uh, you know, I'm I'm great at this game. And they look down on others who might just be casual gamers. It turns casual gamers off to the game community. Um, also, uh, I you know, I jotted down a note talking about the fact that dialogue about games becomes competitive, despite the fact everybody paid for whatever game they play. So it doesn't make one person better than the next based on what game they play. But a lot of times you see folks who think that all Call of Duty gamers are gamers who, you know, just suck at shooters, and you find the Call of Duty gamers who think that everybody that plays Battlefield is just somebody who's boring and likes running around all day without actually shooting anybody. So I think overall the gaming community, the the problem with it is it's such a toxic community um, everything's a competition. Everything's an argument. Uh, I don't every- have a I
1: don't have a problem if everything's competition because I, you you're playing games.
2: So, no, but but the I argument mean, part I totally agree. No, I mean, but the issue with the competition is when you get competitive based on what game you play. Like, not you're competitive. Like, hey, let's play this game and let's see who's better. No, it's competitive. Like, oh, you play Madden. You're a fucking idiot. Right, there you I, go. Play, I play 2K. Oh, yeah. you play live? You're a fucking idiot. I play 2K. You know what I'm saying? That's the competitive side to it. And also, the oh, well, I beat 25 games this year. Well, fucking good for you. Not everybody has time to game uh, every hour of every day. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that's the issue is when people go to Twitter and Facebook and all these other sites to kind of brag about how many games they've beaten and shit like that, instead of just enjoying the games for what they are, it, it, that's when it becomes a very toxic community.
1: I think at the end of the day, it's like, even if you're competitive, if you're playing against somebody, that's fine. And my main thing is, if you're going to talk about games, I think you should talk about the experience. Because a lot of people talk about what games they like, and they come to find out, you check their, rec- their track
2: record, they
1: don't even play these
2: goddamn games. But that's the thing. It's like folks will, folks will look at me and DJ and say, Oh, you didn't beat Red Dead? You're not a real gamer. You said so there's so much stuff to do in that game. Who, who, who's learning like, about beating it right now? It's like, so you're telling me if I don't run through a game, if I have multiple games that I play, and I don't just play one, a.k.a. Madden, um, you're telling me that I'm not a real gamer? That's that's the dumb shit I'm talking about. As the, right. as the gaming community grows, you see stupid shit like that leak out. I will never knock a person for being a casual gamer until they act as if they're not a casual gamer. Right, but if, as long as you carry yourself as a casual gamer, you accept the fact that you are a casual gamer. I'll never knock you, because some people take video games way more seriously than the next person. Well, I mean, and,
1: and the thing is, no, it, there, nobody should be knocked on liking what you like. I think Doug Thomas said this earlier. Like what you like. If you like, yeah. if you play Ten Yard Fight on Nintendo, or you play, goddamn, you know, Super Play Action Football on Super Nintendo, or you turn around, you want to play Rondo Damn, of Blood somewhere else. I mean, if you want to play another game on the original Xbox, I mean, if you play your PS4, you turn around and play Xbox One X. It, it doesn't matter. The main thing is you enjoying what you like. And my thing is, with us, us at first and frame Race, there's one thing I want to do when we talk about sports or, or especially gaming. I want to treat the gaming as if we talk about sports. Like we all have our opinions, and while we like certain teams, we respect the fact that other teams have their issues. We have rivals in those sports, and we talk about those rivals, but at the end of the day, it's still about respect. Regardless if the Eagles and the Cowboys hate each other, those teams still respect each other. Same thing with the Redskins and the Cowboys. They still respect each other, even though they talk shit all the time. You can't do that in the gaming community. For some reason, you got people who want to dox your damn your internet. They want to dox your, your, your address. They want to find out everything about you just because you like a goddamn platform. That That's the stuff that has. I feel that's stopping the gaming community from growing. You're still going to have these kids coming in wanting to be like those people that they're looking at on YouTube or on Twitter or whatever, and it's not helping because I don't think you're necessarily growing the community. I think it's just breeding a, a, a toxic level of – a toxic behavior of the community.
2: Well, and that's the other thing is, is the peer pressure that is in the community these days to play a game, to stream, to post videos and shit like that. I mean, uh, I'm not going to name – Anybody, but you know, we we people have tried to peer pressure us into making breakdown videos. Right. Um people have tried to peer pressure us into naming ourselves as arcade gamers. I mean, I remember I'll name Apex. Apex fucking made a video and basically said, Oh, if you play Madden, you're an arcade gamer and you need to move to the side while the rest of us on the fucking Save 65 Brigade go and bring back some football. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. So that's that's just you know, it's, it's when you have people out here being labeled based on the game that they play, even though you've probably never seen that person play, I can I can see several people who play Battlefield. If they play Call of Duty, they will play a simulation as they play Battlefield. So I'm not – I'm just not here for the labels, man. Gaming is supposed to be fun. Right. it's supposed to be competitive when you're playing against folks. You know, but it's not supposed to be competitive to, you know, well – I play this game someone better than you. That's just stupid.
0: <laughs> right. All right. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, go ahead, DJ. Oh, wanted to cut in. The game that I was actually referencing was actually called Kingdom Come Deliverance. Okay. That was the game I was I was talking about. I called it the Deliverance earlier. It was actually, that was the SIR title. Got you. So Actually, it was a good game. It was actually rated 7 out of 10. And eight out oh of 10, no no not in this like
1: not in the game community seven out of tens are trash they got it they got it, they got it. <laughs> 10 <out of> 10. <laughs> oh that that's was funny, funny because you know, if you got
0: that on a quiz you at least passed that
1: was the no, other not, thing not, I was not nowadays no you gotta have it gotta be a nine nine point five or better if there's anything other than that it, it's ridiculous I that know was, some yeah. games I know some games that are like sixes and fives a completely a really good game
2: but that's what I was gonna say is that's the other thing in, in this generation everything is so criticized and it's like no game can just be looked at as a great game there's always going to be one view there's always going to be one negative view from you know a sect of people who just think this is the worst game ever in the history of life NBA 2 k for example people still to this day will argue with you and tell you that that game changed this release day for the worst you know Man, I'm, I'm not even
1: trying to hear that. NBA 2K19 is still phenomenal. It's what? like
2: when games used to come out, they used to come out, you used to get them, and that was it. They they would come out, you play that game, and if you didn't like it, you put it down, but you were stuck with it. There wasn't a patch, you didn't see people going on Twitter bitching about it. But on top um, of that,
1: that, that's when you had high quality games that actually would they would come out up the park. Oh, of course, but I think you wouldn't wouldn't have to have a pass to fix the game. But I think
2: in the way that the developers are handcuffed to a certain extent is because now you have all these people coming out of the woodwork on Twitter and all these other social media outlets talking about what they want in the game. It's like, fuck that. This is their vision. They're making the game. They know what needs to be in the game. Who cares what your vision is? Buy the game or don't buy the game. Like
1: Patrick put out here. He said, "I know everybody is not going to like it when a majority doesn't. Some people won't, just won't play NBA 2K in the same way NBA Live. They won't give the other game a chance. Now that's a perfect example of what we're talking about. Like, I, I look, don't get me wrong. I totally understand if you don't want to give NBA Live 16 a chance back. Then I get it. But 18 and 19 was actually decent enough to play, and some people just don't want to give it a chance because of the name." It it it's pretty. Well, it bad. goes
2: back to the status thing that I talked about. People always care more about how do you look on social media, than than what their life actually is off of social media. Right, uh, and like like who cares? Like
1: you don't have to show your gaming credentials on on the internet. I mean, you can play a game in the comfort of your own home and nobody has to know.
0: Yeah, I think at I the end know. of the day, just like people hate identity politics, they hate identity gaming.
1: Right, they don't want so. to be affiliated
0: for some reason.
1: Um, Wildstar said he'll love a 2K arcade football like MLB Bigs. Arcade football, I, I'm from the school of NBA, I'm from the school of NFL Blitz, so yeah, I, I guess. Um, Chris Thomas says I play video games, I have all kinds of all kinds from all systems. I'm a gamer, that's how I should be. Um, there are say I used to play arcade type games back in the day, especially that baseball game where it was fun. Every player looked like he was on steroids. He's talking about, um, DJ, what's that baseball game from Midway that came out? Slugfest. Slugfest. Yeah. Slugfest.
0: I, I wouldn't have never guessed that. I thought you would have known that. <laughs> no, cause I've never played that game.
2: Slugfest is kind of dope, though. Shit was yeah. funny.
0: Yeah, it was a I funny game. First
2: base and just punched the damn first baseman. Yeah, yeah, and knocked the ball
0: you out of my, base. my baseball game was bad news baseball. Man,
1: don't so. don't go there, man. Please don't start, man. That game is amazing. To this game, to this day, It's great. To this,
0: Whoa,
2: <laughs> to, to, to this game,
1: <laughs> that game was amazing. To this game, to this game, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, I don't even have a comeback for that. I just I fucked up.
2: I didn't know getting like the game.
1: Oh sorry. yeah. Oh.
2: So sorry. Uh, wow. hey, you better I mean, watch yeah. it. He may he
1: may get you with that uh that boycott Madden. Man, uh, fucking
2: in <laughs> his seven head. Twitter, Twitter. Oh, so uh, he don't even got a forehead. He got a seven head.
0: His yeah, obvious man. burner account.
1: Yeah, but no slugfest was a great game. No, no, no joke. It was a really good game. Bad news baseball is probably my. It's it, it's not even probably. That's my favorite baseball game ever. Tecmo made that game back in 1990, and to this day, it, it's
2: just... uh. Mine is All-Star Baseball. I love All-Star Baseball. All,
1: All-Star I Baseball just, 99 for the N64 was great. I, I used to love yeah. that game.
0: I'm going to have to agree with Wildstar. I actually I also like Baseball Simulator Ooh. 1000. That was really that was what, that good. Was what, that really took it.
1: That was the one that for really uh, Super it. Nintendo, right? No, it's for Nintendo. Was it for Nintendo. Okay, yeah, because that was the one where you could get the the power-ups with for the picture for the picture. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Baseball Simulator 1000 was great.
0: Daryl says it's it's LBGT Pride <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Just kidding.
1: laughs> Um King Griffey on the NES. That was the first that was the first baseball game that felt next gen to me. The King Griffey game on the NES, Super Nintendo, that felt like that was the first baseball game that felt like it took a leap. Oh wow,
2: Dallas Keiko signed with uh the Braves.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. did. I just saw that. I just saw that. Man. Ken Griffey on the N64 was pretty nice too, but um But like I said, All Star Baseball 99 was my game on the N64. World Series 94, that was a good one. RBI baseball was good too. Um, you know what? One game that Microsoft made that was really trash. Did y'all play um now, I don't think none of y'all played the baseball game that Microsoft came out. That was along the line with uh, um, Fever and I can't remember the name. Of it. I got oh, it. Dude. I got it. I got it up here on my shelf. I can't remember. Came out in 2003. It was a terrible baseball game. My God, that's that's one thing that they dropped the ball on. Um, anyway, I think that that closes out for that. I think, um, man, baseball game. All baseball games are pretty much really good. Even to up to this day, I can't think of a bad baseball game outside of the one I just named. I about to say you just named <laughs> Yeah, outside of the one <laughs> I just named, I can't think of a bad one. Right. Like, all the baseball games that came out, I mean, you can talk about 2K baseball, triple play. Remember triple play baseball before they – um.
0: Especially when they would do those uh, ads in the middle of the game. Yeah, yeah. It's chicken. It's pork.
1: It's chork. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that was funny. Um, you had, um, I guess obviously MLB The show you had uh, triple play, um, 96. I remember that. Um, triple play also came out on the um PS2 before uh, MVP baseball started. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of any other baseball games that was out there. All right, I already said, all right, oh, MLB PA baseball was good too. Yeah, triple play 97. Exactly, that was a good one. Bases loaded. Amazing baseball game. That that was before Bill's time right
0: there. Bases loaded. I forgot who my team was was in bases loaded, but they had this one dude named Paste with everything out of the park.
1: I remember the, the team I like was the A-team because it was like the Atlanta team. They had to play uh-huh. on there and they engage. And like everybody had like this different batting stance. He had like this real right. hunched over batting stance, but he would knock the ball out the park all the time.
2: Well, I might as well name Backyard Baseball. I used to sit on my damn computer for hours playing that game.
1: My nephew plays that. He played that game on his PC.
2: Shit was amazing.
1: Yeah, but bases loaded was amazing, man. Bases loaded started messing up when they went to Super Bases Loaded. When they went to Super Nintendo. Yeah, that was it. That was terrible. terrible. That that's another bad
0: one. T- Tony Larusa. Yeah, they was. Oh, yeah. that, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, because Tony Larusa eventually turned into uh, triple play. Yeah, it did. I, I, it did. okay. Yeah, yep, I remember it that. Did. Yeah, I think baseball was probably like the one
1: sport that consistently had good games on every generation. Yeah, yeah, they they the baseball games. I mean, uh, hell, even back on the Atari, I mean, when it was just called baseball, that was fun to play,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. you know. Hey, that's a man, you know, come to think about it. Yeah, um, I think that's gonna be it for the podcast. I got anything else? I mean, well, over two hours. I mean, wow, I didn't think it was gonna be. We did say it was a packed show, so
2: yeah,
1: um, anything else y'all got before we go?
2: Um... Just look out for limbo. Share it if you like it. Um, if you don't like it, then I don't know.
0: If you like it, just share it. Even just share if it if you don't like it. Don't like it. Like it. Somebody you know
1: that somebody that's on your Twitter feed or whatever could yeah. possibly end up liking it. So share it anyway. Shit. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I mean,
2: I never, I never well, whatever. Um, either way, yeah, limbo's coming sometime very soon, um, the next couple weeks. It uh is definitely gonna be the start of the album I'm recording and I'm trying to go mainstream and do a lot of big things. So
1: oh, you know what that means? Once he go big, man, he's gone from this podcast, bro. you oh, got time to for no us. Kidding,
2: see, 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 I'm not like gonna VF? See, like
0: VF and DJ. See, <laughs> see, <laughs>
2: see, I'm not gonna go the route that somebody in the uh the game changer program went and start acting all Hollywood. Oh, I'm a, oh, I'm man. I'm a um I'm gonna stay true to my roots. So you know. I
1: mean, did they really go Hollywood? I mean, they're kind of still in the same place. Man, Hollywood didn't even go
0: Hollywood, all
1: right? DJ, what you got, man?
0: Man, all I know is that I'm thinking about doing an online training business. So, do it, man. Um, I'm just in the thought process of trying to figure out how I'm gonna do that. Um, just be on the lookout. I may post something on YouTube about that. So. Uncle Rico got a <laughs>
2: what <laughs> he said, Uncle Rico got a better arm than Kyler. He said Kyler Mori. <laughs> throwing
1: the ball saying you are the father. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um yo man, this person frame race thing is I'm trying to make it bigger than what it is, what what you see here. No joke. I mean, I talked about this in the DMs. Like I'm really thinking about like pushing this. It's already going to other platforms. L- Little y'all know. I mean, we we average between 10 and 17 viewers live, which I still think is great for what we're doing. But you know, the numbers are doing pretty well on uh on uh iTunes and SoundCloud, especially iTunes. I mean, a lot of people are really, you know, um showing the popularity over there. Um thanks, um, Doug. I don't know if you're leaving yet, but I appreciate you coming Bro. through, man. Great interaction. Oh, yeah, if
0: you- you already know iTunes ahead.
1: is going away. Yeah, yeah, I, I've heard about that. Um,
0: okay. So I, I'm trying sure. to figure
1: out, you know, the next avenue we're going to go with that. I don't know if they're going to keep Apple Podcasts going because it's, I mean, between that, iHeartRadio, um, Stitcher, Spotify. There, you know, is a lot of competition there. So I don't know what's going to happen on that end. But, um, yeah, appreciate it, Doug Thomas. I, I believe we're going to get bigger, too. But there's other avenues that people are listening to this, and to be honest with you, there are people around the world actually listen to this podcast, and, I, and it's amazing that as small as this this, this channel is, with smallest podcast is, people are listening to us in Turkey, people are listening to us in Italy. I'm getting you know uh, a lot of um analytics of view of listenership from people overseas, and uh, to me, it you know it's not you know. It's not much, but I really appreciate it, and I appreciate you, Daryl. You listen to us on iTunes. Um, but uh, with that being said, we're trying to make something here where we can actually sell merchandise for the for the podcast. Um, obviously, try to do different things with what we do outside of Twitter. So um, just continue to support. Um, outside of that, um, I'm still doing the same old, same old: being a dad and being a trying to be a husband and I'm trying to get to the point where I don't have to work as much, so I can do this. So
2: without yeah, you guys, he's trying to make sure his 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 child gets that scholarship to South Carolina
0: that we're all cheering for him uh-huh. to get.
1: South Carolina State. We're not going to the University <laughs> of South Carolina. He's not going there.
0: Wait a minute, South Carolina State, Penn.
1: Uh, see, now you're trying to put bad on my son. That's what whoop your ass.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying he gonna wind up in South Carolina one way or another.
1: Nah man, but I'm I'm trying to do big things, man. So spread the word, man. Seriously, man. I don't know how y'all feel about the podcast. Obviously, you guys feel something because you guys are here. And whilst I'm not hiring Jimmy B Jimmy B gaming. I'm not
0: Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Who who's Wildstar oh, I said somebody... hire Jimmy?
1: What? He said hi, Jimmy. Oh, no, I'm not no!
0: Not <laughs> not I had to read that just real quick, just to make sure it wasn't tripping. Jimmy <laughs> E <Botten. laughs> really? yeah, He said Jimmy E Botten. Not hard, Jimmy. Well, no, Jimmy, Jimmy, hiring Jimmy, uh, no showing his own live streams, apparently.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Jimmy. But um no show. Like shows. I said, man, yeah,
1: definitely yeah. share what we got here. And one more thing before we go. Once again, man, WTF OS, you know, William Farrell. Um, he lost everything in his uh in a house fire. The, the link is still here, man. If you decide just to give uh, uh you know a dollar, you know that that goes a long way to what they're going through. You know, you know, check it out. Just look at the GoFundMe. See what's going on with them. Uh, it's a tough time, I and mean, he's one guy in the community that actually supports the podcast. So, and you know, I felt like it was in my heart to you know to to actually at least spread, you know, <laughs> if I mean no yeah if I want the views right yeah whatever. But um, yeah. If you know, just spread the word on what's going on
0: with him and his family, man. Like I said, I just and bought a house.
1: I just bought just a house a, recently, and I can't imagine
0: you know something like that happening. And just to let everybody know, this is not a next gen 720 situation. This is the real deal. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, it, it's it's real over here. I mean, we're, oh, we're trying.
0: To... <laughs> one more thing. You just hit 300 subscribers.
1: Yeah, you know what? I, you know, I, we're at 300 subscribers. Thank you for everybody who listens and you know giving us the you know the time and date the I ain't hear
0: your clapping on. bills I, I mean them? damn I got I got
1: clap. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever. maybe man. maybe I'm cla- <laughs> clapping in my <laughs> head <laughs>
0: nah, I was on my phone that's why I was No but yeah man <laughs> yeah, exactly
2: Yeah man Yeah man now 300 300 you know 300
1: is 300 man and people oh, yeah. Do listen to us outside of the live stream. We see the little bit of numbers that we're getting, but just let's let everybody know this is a real podcast. We we speak our mind. We, we're we being 100% honest. You know, we, we're 100% honest with what we talk about, and <laughs> <laughs> we, just keep it, we just keep it 100, man. We're not sitting here just trying to do stuff for, you know, likes and clicks and all this other stuff, man. We want, we want to be an honest podcast, and I think we do a good job at that, so... uh
2: Next, You Thursday. know what, star, You bring up a good point. I think we do need some type of like um sound effects. We could yeah. do that yeah. shit would actually be hilarious. Yeah,
1: yeah. If we had them
2: in the background.
1: You know what? That that's gonna be something I can look into. So definitely. And on uh, another thing, DJ's been harping me on uh, harping at me about this. All yeah. seventy episodes will be in a playlist very very soon. Thank you. <laughs> you got to get organized. Try to get organized. Get that done. We got to coordinate. You know, coordinate. so um, like I said, we got other things, merchandise, <laughs> t-shirts, hats. We're gonna try to get all that together. Condoms. Um, no, we're not doing that. No. That, that we leave that. We'll, <laughs> we'll leave that. We'll leave that to Pooh. Pooh can do oh. that. See, look at that. He look at that. he, he <laughs> added right on time. Right on time with the chat.
0: Perfect. Well, if you want your condoms. Oh dear God. And he'll be right there to, to test uh drive everything for you. <laughs> no,
1: boo, he's, um, he's um, I'll, I'll get with you. I I I will get with you with um with, with um anything that you can help with us um pushing merchandise out there or whatever the case may be, um, or whatever else we want oh, to boy, do to nah, expand the podcast. No, we he's not doing that. that. No, no, we're not doing that. But uh, we're gonna be going. We'll see you guys next Thursday, and uh, check out the GoFundMe and uh, spread the word about the podcast. Catch us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Subscribe over there so you can listen to uh you can listen to us when you're not, you know, not on YouTube or can't just listen and burn up all your data because you know they got caps out there for that for the Google Studies.
2: <laughs> and remember, first and frame rate condoms—they're coming. No, they're not. (laughs) (laughs) All right, see you all next week.